0: Log Talk Radio.
1: But we are making a stand and we're waking everybody up that 9-11 was an inside job. And you are the minority. You are the cowards who don't know the truth. You're the people that serve this evil system. You're the people that serve a system that hurts innocent men, women, and children. Not just Iraqis, not just Afghans, not just Africans, but the people right here in this nation. You serve a new world order that attacks and feeds on you. And I'm here to tell you that you will be defeated. Your hours are numbered. We've got the energy. We've got the life force. All you've got is evil backing you up. All you've got is greed and liking to look at yourself in the mirror. Because deep down the New World Order is a pot-bellied chicken-necked ninny. And all the armor and all the weapons are nothing. You are nothing compared to good. You are nothing compared to life. And you will be defeated. I want the individuals out there, I want free humanity to turn themselves loose, to cut the chains loose, and to use the end of that chain to slap the New World Order right upside the head. You've got the power. You want to know who's going to defeat the New World Order? It is you. You're the individuals they are going to be able to defeat this system. You're the individuals that are going to be able to take down the new world order. It doesn't matter if Ron Paul wins. It doesn't matter if they rig the election. What matters is that we're starting to stand up. We're starting to move. We're starting to find our legs. We're starting to build our muscles. We're starting to realize that we do have power. And we can work together. And we can take action. And that the naysayers are a pack of weak liars who have never had any successes in their life. And who are upset and frustrated to see us beginning to have victories against tyranny they don't have any respect for themselves they don't have any vision and they don't have any will and they sure don't have any of the power that shines out of god's soul and energizes all life in the universe they have wed themselves to death, and they will crumble, and they will fall, and for eternity we wed ourselves to life, and to everything good, and everything that flows from it.
2: All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson here, podcast live with the Republic. Every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Republic on this podcast show where we broadcast worldwide and let you interact with the public. And sometimes we have some very special guests. And tonight we're going to bring out some guests. And I want to say hello to the people out there that are listening in Florida. They're at the Air Force Base down there. Uh, my friend Tim and his buddies are listening. That's great. We've got a couple other places around the country. Uh, of course, uh, regulars out there, Fort Hood there, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for the text. Uh, let me know that you're out there listening. Cause tonight we have a very special guest, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Air Force uh, Army, uh, Instructor, uh, Sandy, I believe and uh, first I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Henning from the Republic and then uh, Jim Carpenter from the state of Colorado. Go ahead Mr. Henning
3: Thank you Joe very much uh, for allowing us to use this platform here tonight. For restoring your Republic America, welcome America this is for you, for all of we the people. Uh, go to uh, RepublicForUnitedStatesOfAmerica.org and educate yourself Governor Carpenter, what do you have for us this evening?
4: Thank you, Governor Henning. Thank you, Joseph. And uh, I also want to give a shout-out to the old gator, to David Broadhurst with For the People Radio 101. Thank you for joining in again. Welcome back, my friend. Tonight we have a special evening. We've been following uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Marike, Um In her journey and what she's uh, been through. And she had a very interesting uh, year summation newsletter that a few privileged people got to uh, participate in. But uh, I'm sure there was many that uh, weren't recipients of that. And so we kind of thought we'd pick up from um, that vantage point and do a recap with you, Sandy, as to what you've been up to last year. And then where you're headed this year. And uh, welcome to the show, Sandy.
0: Well, thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here.
4: So were you uh, were you still uh, teaching at the Air Force Academy a year ago?
0: I was, actually. Um, it's just about the anniversary of their um, harassment and discrimination against me. Um, the whole thing, you know, in a couple of sentences, I was uh, – an instructor of physics and chemistry at the Air Force Academy's Preparatory School, which is associated with the Academy directly. And I refused to take the shots. I, as a federal civilian, I shouldn't have needed to. And then I watched the military break multiple federal laws in August of 2021 when they forced all their military people to take an experimental emergency use authorized shot. Even though there was an FDA approval, there was no actual product available to anybody. So when they were forcing this shot on everybody or get kicked out or disciplined, they broke every federal law regarding experimenting on anyone. So everyone in the military became guinea pigs. I knew what was going on. My students, some of them knew what was going on, and they were asking me for help. And so I told them, well, don't you know about the religious exemptions and the medical exemptions? And they said, no, ma'am, all we were told was get the shots or get kicked out. So in other words, they were also denied due process under the law. So I helped the students, the ones that asked me for help, and um, got in trouble for that apparently because it was supposedly up to the chain of command to do that. Well, the chain of command was actually coercing the kids to take the experimental shots, and so, of course, they needed to cover up their crimes, and that's when they started to discipline me. Well, I wasn't having any of it. I already had a very strong legal team full of patriots and Christians, and so we fought back. Then roll around to November, now I get my mandate, and I tell them that I can't, it's an illegal order, and not only that, but I must report you now to the authorities. So I filed my first inspector general complaint at the end of November. I rescinded that complaint because the office that I was filing it with at the Air Force Academy said that it was probably best because it crossed multiple jurisdictions and probably something would get lost. So I said, all right, I'll I'll go ahead and redo it. So I actually redid those at the beginning of January. Well, that's also the same time when I was called into the office because um, I refused to do a mask. Uh, or And also for testing, which is also emergency use and experimental. So to mandate anything experimental is, of course, very against the law. So I told them, no, I'm not doing it. You're giving me an illegal order. And so then they relieved me of duty. Sorry, this is turning into more than a few sentences. And uh, forbid me from coming on campus, which is, of course, what they contracted me to do. So now we're in breach of contract. And then eventually they put me on administrative leave and proposals for um, disciplinary action. And then suddenly everything switched in March. And they said, oh, we, you know, the the mandates are gone and we need you to come back to the academy and teach. Like, yeah, I know, because you have no one else to teach. And so that's what you're doing. So then uh, the kids graduated. Everything was fine. I had no problems teaching at all. And the whole reason why I'm at the academy is for the kids. And for the job. So now in the summertime, they hit me with a proposal for firing. And so I'm trying to think, well, what would they fire me for between the time when they brought me back until now? Well, now they start to lie. They actually make stuff up. They say stuff like, uh, Sandy said she wanted to bring a weapon on base or something like that. I'm like, yeah, right. That's what I would say. And so they, they got me out. They fired me on total lies, which was um, conduct unbecoming a federal civilian. I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently it is. And um, that was the end of that. And that was September of 2022. And I was very relieved to finally be rid of those people. But uh, the students kept asking me for help, and I kept helping them because no one in the chain of command was actually doing their job like they said that they would. So apologies for the long summary, but that's essentially what brought us to the uh, the end of my civilian career with the Air Force in September.
4: Well, it was a long and distinguished career, and uh, thank you so much for your service and all your contributions. It's uh, greatly appreciated, and, and we need more people like you to, to stand up and do the right thing. Um, you know, you've been very active behind the scenes also. In our uh, Colorado state um, political scene, over on the eastern uh, eastern side, around Colorado Springs and uh the Denver area, and uh, you attempted to bring a number of different patriot groups to the table over the over the course of time. Can you tell us a little bit about about what you've done there and where that's headed?
0: Sure. So. Um, I was a completely asleep and wanted nothing to do with the government or politics or anything because I knew it was 100% corrupt and I just hoped that it wouldn't implode the country. Well, March 13th of 2020, when we sent our cadets home for the flu, or what looked like the flu at that moment, um, I knew something was wrong. And so I essentially gave up all my hobbies on that day, two hours per night researching, reading medical journals. Because I taught myself how to, um, well, essentially I gave myself a medical degree by reading all the textbooks and stuff when I was trying to fix my own health problems caused by vaccine injury in 1992 during my military career. I still don't know to this day what it was that they gave me because it's not in my records. So after March of 2020, when so-called COVID was starting in the country, um, I dove into everything. Then we had the fraudulent election in November of 2020. And by December of 2020, when nothing was being done about it, I realized that we were in deep trouble. And so I started to join every single Patriot group I could get my hands on. Around October of 2021, I, I was working, of course, I started actually my first Patriot group was People's Rights with Ammon Bundy in, in Idaho. It's a national group now. I was introduced to our state um, assistant, I guess it's called, in people's rights, and he was a mutual friend of you and I, and that's when you and I were introduced for the first time, and we had a very long conversation on the telephone where I, I always affectionately call it, you were throwing out zingers, you're throwing out sentences with facts of stuff that I had never heard couldn't believe and was typing as fast as I could to get this information down so I could research it all later. And of course, in researching it, I found out that pretty much everything you said was true. So that was my introduction to the Republic was that phone call. And then ever since then, it's been an educational process, getting more involved, helping where I could. And, um, And then you approached me with the possibility of becoming a House of, uh, I guess a House representative for the Colorado Free State. And we started that paperwork about two months ago, I guess, in general, you know, as a principal. And then I finally took the oath this past week. So I am now officially Representative Sandy Morecki of the Colorado Free State.
4: Well, congratulations, Sandy. Welcome aboard. You know, how, uh, how much we appreciate you and are glad that you joined us, and uh, this is kind of your coming out party for all those people that have been following the video you've done on how to save America and and the followers you've made over the, the years through your many involvements and you know I don't know a, a better voice for the people than uh, than you are and what you represent so uh, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on board.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Um, I would like to extend an invitation to everyone listening right now that has any inklings at all about trying to save their country. Please come forward and talk to the leadership of the republic. We have several states that don't have full membership in the republic, and we need volunteers with patriotic hearts and willing to do the work that's needed to take this country back from the corruption that is overtaken it.
4: You know, since you've released that uh, video on Rumble, Sandy, um, we've noticed, uh, an increase in our traffic and in our book sales and so on and so forth. And, and, uh, I do believe that, uh, you're making a difference and, uh, people are, uh, people are stepping up and, and, uh, uh, you're, you, you are creating a real following and, uh, Appreciate your leadership, and uh, I'm sure that anyone who wants to get involved, there's uh, many avenues through Sandy, through myself, through uh, the uh, questions on the Republic for the United States of America, dot org website. You can go to contact us, um, sign up for uh, emails, and get involved. And we're looking for Christian leaders uh, willing to. uh, the line and be who they say they are. And uh, wow, what a great evening. Uh, we have quite a panel I appreciate tonight. Your, uh,
0: oh, sorry. I was just going to say I appreciate your kind words. That video um, was something that, as I was learning more and more about the Republic, it seemed like there was a simple way to explain it to the people, and I felt compelled to do that, and so that's why I put that video together. Um, you're right, it has taken on a little bit of a life of its own, and I'm getting emails from folks because I, I put my email address in the video, which I'll also give here, that um, they say thank you, you know, such and such forwarded it on, and I have no idea who they're talking about, <laughs> so I know it's been forwarded on so many times that I've, you know, I've lost the trail of where it came from, which is awesome. That means that people are um, enjoying it, understanding it, et cetera. Uh, so my email, in case anyone would like to contact me and get out pencil and paper, is sandy10m at yahoo.com. S A N D Y one zero M, as in Mary, at yahoo.com. And I look forward to hearing from anyone that has any questions or comments or pretty much anything. Even if someone needs help with a an exemption or a particularly um, sticky situation with the mandates or whatever, I can do whatever I can or at least put um, people in contact with the ones that do know how to handle that situation. So thank you for your work. Awesome.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Um, uh, the Hurglers, we're privileged to have Gene and David Hurglers, authors of uh, Reinhabited Books 1 and 2. Uh, welcome. Glad to see you could join us tonight.
5: Thank We're you on so it. happy to be here.
4: So, what do you have to? What do you have to share with Sandy tonight, and the American people, uh, their gene?
5: Oh, thank you so much, Governor Carpenter. I'm so thrilled to hear this dynamic patriot, and I don't know that I could give full expression for a woman that doesn't lack for words to find the right words. Um, After 12 years in in serving God and country, uh, to a full extent of my oath of uh, my life, my fortune, and my sacred honor, my husband and I both committed that back in December 2010 when we learned that our country was being restored by this Restore America plan and that the American Republic had been um, secretly put in dormancy back in the Civil War era, and then this corporate uh, democracy went forward masquerading as the Republic. There were many things we did not know and began to hear, and um, it bore witness in my heart, and I knew... This huge compelling in my heart, um, I could not disregard it. I had to follow that, and I did, and so did my husband. And uh, it's been an amazing journey. It's been a path that we could never have imagined in ourselves of where we've been and what we've learned with the people that we've crossed paths with, with both good and bad and how we've held forth as a remnant. If you are familiar with what President Trump went through and how he was tarnished, slandered, uh, the horrible attacks that he went through, we together in the Republic went through that too. And it's a miracle. It truly is a supernatural, divine miracle that we were able to hold this together as the forces of hell came out to take us apart. But those that stood, those that remained, uh, are faithful. They are true patriots. They meant their oaths of their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And all of us have given it all for this cause. And so, to see a patriot like this come across uh we have and so many of you, I'm sure have such a high regard for our military, and for many years, those are you know for those of us of the baby boomer generation, we're grandmas and grandpas um, those are our sons and daughters, those are our grandsons and our granddaughters that stands with our flag old oh glory and To have someone with a military background, and not only that, an extremely accomplished individual, a pilot, a fighter pilot, um, a Ph.D. in, in physics, particle sciences, that taught at the Air Force Academy, that loves her country, that is brilliant, that is passionate, that too has given an oath to the Constitution of the United States of America and has laid down her life and has stood up in the face of evil and said, I will stand, and I will also stand for these kids, for those that want to serve our country in the same way. I can't tell you how much that means to me. After this many years and long hours and hard work um, and a labor of love to have you know, if if I could say fresh blood come across to to pick up that baton of liberty. And liberty liberty goes forth as a baton. It gets passed from generation to generation. And if we miss a generation, we're in trouble. And we've missed a few generations in there, but by divine grace we're holding that baton and we're pleading to you listeners to jump on board and to help us. And sandy, thank you. you're a blessing you're you're a blessing from heaven above, and so that's what I would say. Thank you. I yield back.
4: Thank you Jean. Uh, do I hear you David
6: Yes, yes, this is David. I'm honored to be on this program with Sandy. I almost wanna cry uh. We thought we were going to pursue a ministry up in northern Wisconsin, so we bought this house, and we closed on it December 1st, and we found out about the Republic on December 10th uh, of the same month. Jean came home from the chiropractor, and she said, guess what, America's been restored, and I didn't know what to do with that statement. I walked in the house and I said, I can speak in front of people, but I don't know anything about government. So I started memorizing, "Give me liberty, or give me death," by Patrick Henry. Uh, We had state meetings at a Mead Hotel in kind of the center of the state of Wisconsin, and we we were talking about if we could afford it. We were talking about getting seventy-two. We have 72 counties in the state of Wisconsin. If we could get 72 sheriffs to come to the meet and put them up overnight, and be able to give them a who we are and what what our intentions are, uh, that's what we kind of we're, we're talking about doing. But of course, it never happened. But we kept on. We kept going with our state. We kept going. One of the things that we did is we we took out a. Uh, a senator uh, for dinner, he and his wife, and and one of the last things he said after about two and a half, three hours of conversation while we ate, he said, have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? And I said, well, I don't know how many times I've seen it. And he looked at me he said, well, it's all in there. What we're going through, it's all in that movie. Then he asked me if I ever saw the movie The Matrix. And so... I I believe I believe in my discernment I believe that Sandy Mariaki I believe that through circumstances and through the governor from Colorado calling and having a great conversation with her I believe that she entered in and swore in as a representative for the state of Colorado I believe this was all orchestrated by God, and I believe that Sandy, you are a leader of leaders, and I believe Dean and I are praying now that God would take us down a different street, a different avenue, and we are going to be praying for you, Sandy, because you are a leader of leaders. We are praying that God would intervene in your life to come up with solutions, to come up with ideas to lead us in this great quest to be able to turn this country right side up that righteousness would exalt this nation again as it did back in during the founding father era we are honored we are so privileged and honored to have you as a representative in the state of Colorado we we just applaud you we just we are just uh, we're just honored to to have you with us and I believe God is going to use you in a tr- tremendous dynamic way to, to lead us down the road that where maybe, maybe somebody thought something, but they, they, didn't, they didn't know how to articulate it. They didn't know how to express it. I believe that you're the one that God is going to use to articulate and to bring us into a capacity where we can turn this country right side up. And so with that, I'm honored to be on this program with you. Thank you. I yield the floor Uh, back to you, Governor.
4: Thank you, David. Thank you. This this Waters. Good evening, sir. How are you tonight? Doing well.
6: You know, I'm sitting here listening to what David is saying, and Sandy, I'll put it this way. If you play a sport and you view the films of the game that you just played, you can look at that film and go, that right there, that's the play, changed the game. That one play changed the tide. Momentum shifted because of that play. And I believe that last year was a momentum shift that took place in the heavens. I believe that last year, we in the Republic saw a lot of things that didn't look good for what we want, but those things have to take place in order for what we do want to happen. The government that's corrupt doesn't just fall because it wants to fall. It falls because of things that it does. And I believe right now we're looking at things that it is doing that's going to start the downfall of that government. They're going, to, they're going to crumble from within. In the republic, we need leadership, not somebody to just sit in a seat and wait, but we need somebody who has life experience, in leading people. Well that's you. Your military background. Anybody that served in the military can lead. You've you've done it while you were in the military, whether you you know it or not, but you did. You're trained. That's just part of it. You've been in and not only that, but you taught at a major military installation. Um, we are so happy that you're with us. We're happy that you are on our side and not theirs. And we're happy that you are standing with us. Because this, right now, it's just a a view across the field of battle. But it's going to become a dog-eat-dog war before it's over. And the strong are going to survive. And the way we in the Republic view that, only the strong have the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Everybody else is weak. And we have that God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's our law form. Our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our Declaration, all come from his word. It all stems from his son, Yeshua. It all happens because he wanted it in this particular point in time in history, and we're here. We have to be ready for when that charge comes. That charge, I really believe, is going to take place this year. Too many things line up. We're at that moment in time. The game changer is about to take place. And we're thankful that you're here because you have a lot to do with the play that changed everything for us. Just your presence, your understanding, and now we understand the knowledge that you have. What the future lays, nobody knows. But we need somebody who can go to the military and talk their lingo that they understand. I've been out of it too long. That's you. You're going to serve more than just a representative. Believe me. God put you here for a reason. He put all of us here. We're not getting people that just, you know, haphazardly want to do this. This is a life-changing event that we went through to be here where we're at. We were chosen. We didn't volunteer. God chose us before we even came out of the womb and that's who we are we're warriors you and I have been in the military physically we fought battles we did those things now it's changing over to a spiritual battle and I believe that this Republic this year is going to fight and fight vigorously in the spirit realm and we're going to see the corporations do something it's never never done and that's crumble. So thank you for being here, Sandy. Thank you for being you and I I also count it a pleasure to stand side by side with you to fight a bitter enemy, one that wants to destroy everything that that is good and everything that God stands for. And we are the ones tasked to stop it.
4: Governor, I yield back to you. Thank you, Justice Waters. Governor Henny. Yeah, I got a question here, Governor. Say? What's that, Joe?
2: All right. Well, down there in Florida, they had sent me a question for Sandy. And they have – the problem is that they're seeing also the frustration of the general public out there and the frustrations that we're having with this current uh, CEO we have for the District of Criminals there. Joe Biden and them not uh, protecting the borders, the, the, the uh, no-bail reform that they're doing across the country where people are becoming uh, victims of crimes, where these, uh, Joe so- uh, these uh, Soros uh, prosecutors, uh, over 75 prosecutors across the country were elected with George Soros' money, uh, and they they're have an agenda. And that's to destroy the moral fabric and the foundations of this our republic. And we have to stop it. And the people are frustrated and their hands are tied and they don't know where to go. So they're calling upon the military now, as I'm hearing from this call here tonight and from talking to many people in the military across the country, that, look, people, people want some sort of intervention. We're, they're throwing their hands up. They're tired of it. So what? Where do we go from here? I mean, Sandy obviously she takes a step forward. We need more people across the country. We need people in every single state. We need the militia to stand for stand up. Uh, the able-bodied militia members out there to stand up. And no, I'm talking about the backwoods people. We're talking about the people in our in our town halls and our cities across America that are just being silent and our churches that are just being silent. We need our church pastors to stand up and not just preach on Sundays and go to the collection pot on Wednesdays, collect the money. We need them out there interacting with the community saying, you know, what, 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 it was our idea. America is an idea that has not burnt out yet. And an idea is whose time has come, no army can stop. So we have to get involved today. We all have to get involved and do something, whether it's standing in line at a grocery store, talking to the drugstore uh, clerk. Whatever it is, we have to fire up our neighbors and become more, more involved together, not individually, doing our own thing. We don't need any more leaders out there. We need people to take individual leadership in their community. So, Sandy, uh, and with the Republic, now, you say people are calling more traffic is calling, coming to the Republic's website. What, what can the Republic also do, or what can the people do to serve the Republic better? Well, uh, in Sandy's opinion, if, if you don't mind me asking.
0: Well, I think the biggest issue right now is that after the amazing successes that the republic had in the 2010 to 2015 time frame, we need to rebuild. And it's getting the word out. And the easiest way to do that is to send out the link to my video on Rumble, which is titled How to Save America. Reinhabited Republic. So it's really easy to find. Probably just put in Reinhabited Republic or maybe even my last name. Uh, although I do have quite a few other videos on there with my name. So that might be harder. But Reinhabited Republic and my last name and it sh- probably should show up. And if you share that link with the friends, especially the ones that are just now waking up and figuring out that something huge is going on and that everything we know has been a lie. I think that's where we can start building if everyone signs up on the website and we can get up to the 30,000 people on the website for each state then each state can have its own election and can start the process of re inhabiting the Republic within the states and the counties. That's where we have to start is at the lowest level, you know, we're not asking people to step up and be President of the Republic or anything like that, but just to be school board members and sheriffs and whatever else you, you know, you come up with the lowest level stuff and get involved. I had zero idea that I would ever be doing what I'm doing right now. I thought I would just be teaching physics at the air force Academy and having a pretty simple life and some hobbies. But I also feel like I'm making up for lost time for having in a sense, ignored my country all the way until March 13th of 2020. And so I kind of feel like I'm trying to catch up a little bit. So maybe I'm overachieving a little with my efforts, but maybe other people feel the same way. And talk yourself out of it and say, well, I have no knowledge or experience in such things, but it doesn't matter because you will be given the guidance that you need if you just have faith. So if you feel that in your heart that something like that is being laid before you, then it's time to take it and run with it, and get people to help you along the way. That's really where we're at right now.
2: I and use. anyone who wants to interact with Sandy here tonight, live on the phone at six five seven three three zero six one six. Press one on your phone, and you unscreened, uncensored. We'll connect you on with the Republic and with Sandy and uh, many other people listening from the Air Force. Uh, uh, the Air Force Base down there in uh, Florida. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the questions there that you uh, emailed me and, uh, of course, other members of the military. And that's what we need to spark out there. We have to have this spark. And like I said, we're calling upon all people. Um, Jim uh, or Mr. Henning, I don't know if you've got any callers, anybody who pressed one. Uh, Remember, it's unscreened, uncensored. Just hit one on your phone if you want to interact or if you have an idea. uh, How to better your republic. This is your country. It's your time. Uh, Don't stay silent now and regret it later because your ideas matter. And when what you have to say matters, Mr. Henning or Jim.
3: Go ahead, Dean. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. I, I don't see anybody waving their hand here on the board. So um, America go to Republic for United States uh, There you can go to public notices and right there you can see uh, how to save America. That's uh Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Miriaki's video. It's truly amazing. She's boiled. Uh, I think Dave and Jean hurtler on the call tonight. I, and have great love for them and respect for them to humbly uh, watch them uh, toil away for three and a half four years writing the books, Volume One, Volume Two. Um, volume One is the truthful history of America, and the other one is the the story of the restoration of America. Uh, you can go to many places to order those books, as like Barnes and Noble and ReinhabitedRepublic.com. Um, go uh, we've got,
2: we got a caller here, uh, Mr. Henning, that's got their hand up, area code 305. And then if Mr., uh, uh, also I've got a couple pastors on the phone line here tonight, too. Hopefully, if they can, uh, if they could press one um, uh, and, and share their thoughts about the Republican, about the status of our country and what they see, I, I would appreciate it because I know they're on the line here tonight. But we've got 305 here who wants to come on. Sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Henning. Um, go ahead, there, 305.
3: Hey
7: Joe, um hello to everybody with the Republic. This is um Michael with the righteousarmy.org and the big virus Um I was listening in last week. Um uh, uh, time back I had indicated I was going to you know do a video reading um the uh Declaration of Sovereign Intent just for the benefit of people but um a few weeks back I had heard Sandy mention that there is a reading of it if she could Uh, Clarify that Um, Is there in fact a a video Where somebody has taken the time To
3: read it Yeah Mike this is Dean Uh, You can go to uh, Republicforunitedstatesamerica.org And you go to interim records And there you'll see a declaration of Sovereign intent and you can uh, listen to Kelby Smith uh, Read the declaration of Sovereign intent and also Gene Hurtler uh, Read the proclamation of claim of interest It's right on the website Oh
7: great Yeah, I just wanted that to be clarified because, you know, with everything I was doing, I never got around um, to reading it. If anybody recalls, there was a point where I was trying to get uh, ink from my printer, (laughs) you know, so that I could print it out and read it. But when I had heard that mentioned, um, you know, I just want to make it – I mean, there's – I could still do it, but there's really no need if you guys have have a reading of it. I just think it's a good idea to always kind of throw it out there that there is a reading because a lot of times people – aren't necessarily going to take the time to read it. And if they know they can listen to it, um, that's a, that would be a good thing. Um, And then uh, I was also going to say on what you were discussing earlier, you know, again, just for the record, right. Just for your listeners um, over the last, you know, several months. And I've brought this up maybe in some of your um, uh, radio shows in the past. I've brought it up in a lot of videos. The fact that, um, there's a lot of different groups out there that are taking and, and and you all even James Carpenter has you know alluded to the fact that you know there's a lot of cogs in the wheel and there's a lot of people you know that are that are all doing their part you know um you know in different areas you know that are uh, many who are part of the republic without even knowing about the republic <laughs> you know in the sense that they're doing what they can to try to do the right thing to restore a constitutional you know government um in our nation that has been hijacked obviously by by communism by the co- true communism by the new world order one world government agenda so to the extent that you know I think it would be good also to from time to time you know just make that announcement um for the many people that are out there doing the assemblies you know with with the annavon rights movement for the many people out there that are um you know Fond of of David Straight, right, and and feel that they're doing their part to um, declare, you know, their status um, as not being um, a, a subject of the crown, so to speak, or being, you know, a Fourteenth Amendment slave. Which again, Sandy does a great job of presenting um, that reality in her video, which I threw out there myself um, to the best that I could on on multiple platforms and multiple social media sources, and I put her video on the homepage of our website at RighteousArmy.org as well. She did a great job with that video. It's very helpful and insightful. The word out um, for you guys to maybe often try to remember to put it out there that there is that audible version that people can listen to, the Sovereign Intent, as well as, you know, to extend the, you know, handout to those that are with, you know, because even though von Rights is the most probably... Popular or well known um, David Strait is extremely well known as well um, there are from what I understand from multiple sources a good fifteen million Americans right now who have declared themselves as American nationals um, and wow. have, you know stepped back from you know coming to recognize that they were 14th Amendment citizens under a corporation and have you know, submitted their declaration of Status in opposition to that to establish. And that Mike, they are and, and Mike I've, got, I've
2: got a Mike. I've got a three hundred seven here number that wants to get in here too. But don't, don't go away, Mike. I just want—I don't want people waiting too long. I'm trying to get as many people on, on the queue here as possible. Three hundred seven. Go ahead. You're live. Area code three hundred seven. Area code three hundred seven. You're un- un- unmuted. Uh, Uh, Let me unmute him. Hang on. Let me me unmute him and mute him again if I can. Go ahead. Go ahead. There, 307. You're live. Go ahead.
8: Uh, Pleasure to be here with you all. John Pennington, Governor of Free State, Wyoming, Shoshone, Wyoming.
4: Pleasure to be with you all. Welcome. Thank you. Tell John, us what's going on me. out there in
2: Wyoming. Tell us what's going on out there in Wyoming and tell us and talk about Wyoming or, or anything you could offer to the platform here tonight and you heard Sandy here talking and, and you heard Mike down there from Florida from the righteous army dot org. And uh, you know we got to have to build a righteous army of people out there across America. And we have to re-rebuild the. I've been with the Republic since 2009, 2010. I remember when it started out from the Restore America plan and the Guardians of the Free Republic. I remember the, the, you know starting out there. I remember getting the emails, and then we had the uh, grand jury, uh, the grand jurors across the uh, country, all 50 states. And I remember the heyday of the republic and whatnot, but we failed. We failed we, we, because we were attacked by the Obama administration, and many people even lost their lives, went to prison. And, and we, we could expect that again. And we see that happening, and, and uh, people being singled out across the country on individual uh, platforms now. And you, you, for, you post one silly thing on Facebook now. You, they're flashbanging your house and hauling you off to the gulag. So, you know, and that's why I said tonight we have to declare war against the new world order. We're declaring war against the new world order, us Christians. Us Bible-believing Christians out there that have faith in our republic, have faith in our country, and believe that we can have an awakening. So uh, uh, from Wyoming there, uh, can you reiterate uh, or tell us about your uh, – position with the Republic and tell us what's going on out there, please. Sure.
8: I've uh, been in uh, actively uh, trying to acquire this position for some time now. And with the help of my good friend and Patriot James Carpenter, uh, I finally have been sworn in as such uh, governor of the free state of Wyoming. I'm proud to say the Current state of affairs is somewhat dismal. the the, uh, the leftists are quietly infiltrating the the Senate and Congress of our legislature, and the the simple fact is that people are un- completely unaware of what's going on, and they're just. Happy to believe that somebody there is going to take care of all the business. But little do they know that the free state of Wyoming, or Wyoming in general, is simply another domino set to fall. Our current governor, Mark Gordon, is a Manhattanite, and how he ever became the governor of this state, uh, well... Uh, let your let your uh, imagination run it's impossible that mark gordon who is a spoon-fed baby from the gordon mustard trust has uh has become our governor and he's on his second term uh he's he's a he's a total globalist and
2: I can't explain. Now, when you say when you no, say governor, I got a, I just got two emails here from my uh, friends down there in Florida. They said, okay, now you say you you're talk, You just said you were the uh, governor. They're getting confused now, and Jim, maybe Jim or somebody can clarify this in uh, clear terms. When you say free state, you're the governor of the free state. We have to understand. People are saying they get confused between the governorship and and what governor is and what you mean by that, or maybe Jim or somebody or or maybe the hurtlers can are very well versed in this. Uh, can or or maybe even you, the it's, governor from Wyoming, somebody simple. can explain it's still that. It's real
4: simple, Joe. It's real simple. It's Wyoming, Wyoming, the state of Wyoming is a corporation. The free state of Wyoming. Is a public the public's domain of those in Wyoming. Colorado Free State, I am Governor of Colorado Free State. Likewise, that doesn't mean that I have anything to do or authority over Jared Polis or the legislature or the Senate or the People's Corporation. We're in the matrix.
2: Gotcha. Okay. I think that clears, clears it up pretty simply. And and when you say that, it's so very, I see people, last time, like Sandy was talking about that earlier, people aren't awoke. They don't get it. They don't understand. You know, but we have. And when that light bulb clicks on, sometimes we start speaking and we don't understand there's a lot of baby people out there or baby Christians or baby people in the Republic that just, you know, you got to remember there's people out there that don't understand how to articulate this like you just did, Jim.
4: Well, I don't know how else to put it. It's a matrix. And um, that matrix is represented by uh, jurisdiction. And you have common law, which is God's law, and the laws of nature, and nature is God, or you have man's laws, which is UCC and codes and statutes. And so we find ourselves living in a matrix of both laws. And we want to live under common law because that's our freedom and our birthright or caught up in the matrix of the UCC spider web. But people need representation in order to have representation according to the Constitution, and that's what John and I and these other people represent, is the people's government, up formed by the people, the grassroots, outside of the matrix, and back into the laws of nature and nature's God, later in waiting for what? The people to recognize
2: all right. All right. Well, thank you. Um, and Mike brought up earlier, too. He brought up there's many different groups, Governor, out there. Uh, and Mike was also part of a group there, and he did a good job promoting the Republic. And, uh, but, the, but he also catered to other groups on his platform. Uh, the um, uh, uh, Eric, uh, I forgot what his last name was. Eric, he's up there in Tennessee. He's doing something with trying to restore common law or common law courts and uh, working with sheriffs around the country. Uh, trying to restore common law And I just don't think we have the time Really to do that in each state I mean with the waking up process And that's why people are crying out now for the military well, I believe there's an impatience, an imbalance going on here And people are just running around Not knowing what to do or where to go And that's why I was kind of hoping one of my pastor friends Would call in here tonight and uh, I think he's on the line there I was hoping Dr. Ventura would, uh, would press one And maybe offer his opinions on this About the Republicans He and I have many in-depth conversations about the church and the 501c3 status of the churches and, and, and where God is and all this. and where, where does it all play out here in the end? I mean, is it just – is this all just devolution and it's going downhill and we just sit back and say, hey, what can we do? What are we going to do? Can we really change – if we got the military involved, what are we going to do, start a civil war? I mean, what can we do? What can we do? Uh, I mean, pray, okay, that's great. But what can we do? Pastors out there, somebody. I mean, what the people out there are wanting to hear and listen to the word or listen to the message but they just don't know how to find it and that's why we do this on this podcast show we try to bring you the message and we try we're trying to fix our country fix our republic for God's sake and we're, we're out there crying out for people to get involved and, and, and Mike gets frustrated uh uh, you see the lack of people out there willing to step forward and, and take initiative. Sandy, I know, has got frustrated over the, over the time. Uh, Jim has. I've heard it in his voice many times. He's getting old. We're all getting longer in the tooth here, and, and we've been fighting with the Republic. And, look, well, you know, nobody wants to get flashbanged tomorrow morning by these, uh, these new world order thugs. But you know what? What can we do? What can we do? You know, what can you do?
7: Can I make another comment just to even sure. further elaborate on on what – Governor James Carpenter was saying, um, because he's saying it from a very, um, you know, kind of experienced perspective, Um, so I kind of want to say the same thing, but from a a real layman's point of view, because, you know, being somebody that just found out about all this myself within the last couple of years, especially over the last year, all all of it, um, you know, I uh, the big issue, I think one of the big issues, and this is to, again, clarify this issue of what a governor of free state, you know, means for the benefit of listeners to get confused. The, the only way to fully understand it is for, again, people to recognize that there was once a thing called the Republic of the – the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America as, you know, established by our forefathers and that over time through corruption – through, you know, uh, in in short, through infiltration into our government, you know, with money and the bankers and the Vatican and and the crown and everything else, you know, the upper echelons, you know, creeping in and having control over our politicians um, and being able to buy them out, bribe them, get them to do their bidding, to change laws, add laws, get Congress to pass bills and laws and rules and statutes that were unconstitutional, that were opposed to the Constitution there was this eventual growing of the United States as we all know it. And 99% of patriots out there, I hate to say that number maybe it's not that high, but the vast majority of people that consider themselves flag waving, don't tread on me patriotic Americans have no idea that the government of the United States of America is a corporation an, a, a, a corporation that was established in, in, in contra to the constitution. And Therefore, there are things that people are have been doing through movements like Ann von Reitz and and uh, you know the Assemblies for America and David Strait and others to try to make a stand to declare their status as being no, I'm a free man, I'm a free person, meaning I'm requesting the floor, please. Yeah, please, Jean. yeah, I'm sure you can elaborate even thank, better.
5: Thank you, thank you. I've been with the Republic for the United States of America and its re-inhabitation since December, 2010. And I want to say that, uh, I remember Anna von I had an hour long phone conversation with her in 2012. Uh, I don't want to go down a long alley, but I want to clarify, and it's very important to me that I do this. We've seen many factions in these 12 years and many infiltrators into the republic that tried to uh, take us apart, destroy us. They took our re-inhabiting president and imprisoned him without charges. They they put him in prison for the potential of committing the crime. And I, I want to say that I've seen uh, the work on behalf of the national paperwork we we've been down this alley we've worked on common law courts years ago we've been through all of that none of that works with the corporation and we've seen people in the republic that followed that paperwork and by that one individual that i mentioned that i talked to they went directly to prison without even going to court and i've heard that those names mentioned now here this evening we do not We do not promote those names, and we do not promote the nationalism paperwork. This is wrong, and this is scary, and this is uh, an agenda by the elite to take out the patriots one by one. So I want to exhort you, sir, to not bring up those names again, and do not go down that alley again, and do not steer our listeners down that alley. Uh, And I thank you for allowing me to have the floor, Joe. Governor Carpenter, um, this is very serious. I've been through all of this for a lot of years, and we're not going there again. Thank you. I yield the floor.
3: God bless you. Okay, Gene. if I could
5: please respond. Yeah, back God to
3: that. God bless you, uh, Gene.
7: I appreciate what your what Gene just said, and and Gene, just to be clear, um, and maybe you, you because of the experience you had, you mistook what I'm saying. Uh, by no means am I promoting no, them no, at sir. All. I'm, I'm No, no, sir. I'm not.
5: I'm just. Sir, po- excuse me. Stop. I am not mistaking what you're saying. I smell this. I smell this, and I'm telling you to stop now.
7: Yeah, What, what I'm you. saying ultimately uh, please, is I'm pointing Joe, out that there are many please, Americans.
5: Joe, take
7: I'm talking about the gentleman. patriotic Americans.
5: Please, Joe. I'm talking take the floor about all the patriotic from this Americans. Gentleman. Joe, please take I'm talking the floor about the from these gentlemen.
4: This is not the first time we've had this conversation. <laughs> hang on, hang on, please guys. Please take guys, control of the board, Joe.
2: Yep, I got <laughs> the board. I got the board here. Hang on. Yeah,
4: I, I okay. need them. Okay,
2: We
9: don't want to get – this is one of the problems that
4: here in the
2: Patriot community, I'm glad this came up here tonight. I'm glad it did. And, my stay on the line, please, um, is that we have this disagreement amongst ourselves and, and in the Patriot community because everyone's, you know, off doing their own thing. And I agree with what Gene said. And you're absolutely right, Gene. We have these people that that come in and infiltrate. I don't think that's what Mike is doing. I believe that Mike does has a lot to say, and, and, and he, he, he's trying to do the right thing. He just wants to give everyone a voice. I think I've done that, too, on my platform. And I've taken a lot of flack over the years for that. I've given, I've given white nationalists a voice on my platform. I've given uh, the Black Panthers uh, voices on my platform. You know that, Governor Jim. I've, I've had you guys come over to some of their platforms and try to introduce the republic and try to turn them to, their, to uh, being – you know, turn your turn your ways and repent. And this is one of the problems that we face. And a lot of the churches out there, a lot of pastors I've had taken plaque from, too, where they say, "Joe, Yo, you know, we we don't want to be a part of this. We know we don't want to be a part of that." Uh, you know, so we kind of put that aside and stop this. We've got to stop. We've got to work together here. Yes, I agree with what you're saying, Gene. If they're going about it the wrong way, not a lawful way, then yes, we have to turn our backs on those people and and let them go down let them kick down the road you're right
5: we do not want promoting there's been a lot of promoting of other avenues the answer is to come aboard and support the republic for the united states of america we do not want to entangle in the corporation courts we do not want people to go to prison and obama made these fusion centers Where people don't even go to the courts of law, although they're not lawful courts in the corporation, people don't even go to court, they just go directly to prison. We saw numbers, and Governor Carpenter can speak to this, out of Missouri and out of Colorado, they went directly to prison for following that woman's paperwork. We do not want people to go to prison. We do not want to promote. This nonsense, and I know this woman. I spoke to her years ago, and she created chaos. No more promoting of, of okay. this nationalist paperwork. Thank you. Okay.
2: All right. Um, okay. I, I'll let Mike, I'm, I don't want to hang up on I, I think Mike promotes the republic. I'm going to ask him that, Mike, because Mike, he has it on his website, actually. He does have the republic. He has President Geiger on his website, actually. So I, I'll give him a, a word here, but to be fair, uh, just to be fair, because that's what I do on this platform. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I mean, the uh, the. Uh, I mean, in, in, to Gene's to last point, I mean, the Republic itself had people go to prison. So I, I think that you know there's there's a much deeper issue. My my only my only point was again to bring up it's about the people. It's I, I'm not promoting uh, Anna or anybody else. I'm saying that there's many Americans out there that find that source, and I would say that they need to know about the Republic. Which, like you said, that's why I have the Republican links to the Republic on my website, you know, on the home page. Because anybody that is doing any of those other processes should know about the Republic. That's the point. Okay. And to be hostile right. against me when when I try to make that point is become suspect.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. But but you are a supporter of the Republic, and that's why. It's that, and I appreciate that, Mike. You clarifying that, and it is on, and it is. You go to org. you can see President Geiger right there. He has it right on the first page there. So he does. But we don't – but I see what Gene's saying. We have got to be careful, Mike. You don't understand. Like you said, you've been in this movement for a couple of years now. We've been in this movement. I've been doing this since 1991, okay, when I first woke up. I first woke up, and I became a part of the Republic 2009, 2010. And these people are slick. They will get in there with their, with their sovereign intent stuff that they claim. Then they want to cash in their birth certificates and they want to start doing, messing around with, you know, filing papers at the courts and interacting with the de facto corporation. That is dangerous dangerous, and they will come get you, and they will not – you will have no due process whatsoever. You have no constitutional rights. They will arrest you. They will kidnap you, and they will put you in prison for 15 years, and that's what we're scared of for, for our patriots out there. We don't want no one to have that happen to them. So we, you know, us, we're aware. It's not going to happen to me. You know, I'm smart enough. And if they do come here, I'm prepared. I'm ready. Okay, fine. I've been in this long enough. I'm ready. I'll, I'll die today. I'm care. You know, But there's others out there that aren't prepared to make that step or that sacrifice yet, so we don't want to scare them off. I think that's what Jean is getting at also. We have to be careful because many people in the republic lost their lives, went to prison, and, and because they got tricked, and they got duped, and, and were promoting other avenues also. And so we're not doing that. We're not going back down that path ever again. That's what Jean is saying, and I appreciate what Jean is saying there. I really do, and that's what her point really was. And, uh um, but, Jim, uh, do you want to reiterate on that, back that up, or, or Roger Waters or Mr. Hurtler, please?
4: You know, Mike, you have your platform, and you're free to, to speak to any of these issues you feel like on your platform. And I, I do believe in freedom of speech. Uh, the whole point is, respectfully, sir, this is our platform. And uh, we invite you to participate, but have a constructive point of view in line with the conversation of the evening rather than making our platform your platform. And I know that talk radio likes to be like that. Uh, But this is our show, and we're trying to communicate with the American people, Uh, not run down rabbit trails and get off topic. And it changes the whole flavor of the evening to have these kind of conversations. So you guys love each other still, right? You guys still still love each other, right, Jim?
2: You guys love each other still? I mean, we're still okay? I mean, as a a brother
4: (laughs) in Christ, yeah, I mean, you know. God bless you, man. And I'm not dictating your way. I'm just saying be respectful on my on my minute. I don't come in on your show and take over the microphone and, and dictate the conversation. Respectfully. All yeah,
2: good. I think I think the Anne of Einreich and the, the David Strait kind of I cringed when he said that. But you know, I be like, hey, you know, you gonna say it, but you're right, Gene. We got to be careful. We got to be careful of sending people down those paths. Um, the other people, though, the uh, I forgot his last name, Eric. There, that was a common law with the Republic of Tennessee. There, yeah, they're more in tune with the with the constitutional republic and, and not not doing the wrong thing, Mike. You know what I mean? And and being lawful and 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 a du jour form of government. You know, I mean, I think that I think we just got to be careful, Mike. You got to be careful. Don't get sucked in by those those people that want to file a birth certificate paperwork. I think that's what we're we're warning about for everybody out there that's listening. You know what I mean? But but we do appreciate you, Mike. And and actually, Jim sent me a text message. Uh, He said, where's Mike? No Mike tonight? So uh, (laughs) we are glad to have you here, man. I mean, I I love you as a brother. You're very well motivated, and and you you can rally the troops. Uh, I mean, you can. You you did a national following with with the National Militia uh, Righteous Army that you did. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, I have not seen that in a couple of years. Somebody stand up and do that, and put their name and their face out there to say, "Hey, I'm I'm taking a stand here." Come on, America, and put do the research you did on the on the jab, and on the the, uh, the face mask scam and and the, the virus scam. So, and and this is right up the alley. With what happened with Sandy with the, uh, the, the the virus scam where she lost her job because of it, you know? And this is the sh- this is the problem that we're having, and we we need people to stand up and recognize that. So, with all due respect. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Mike, you want to say, well, well, I'll give you another minute or two and then uh, take another call here.
7: Yeah, sure. No, I appreciate it. Um, again, I, uh, I'm, I'm sometimes beside myself at, at me, just simply trying to say something that's in the interest of bringing the American people together and then getting, uh, you know, uh, shot at, uh, you know, uh, kind of, kind of a little, you're young in little, the Patriot little, community, little, brother. That's
2: why you're still young in the Patriot community, but you got mm-hmm. a good voice, man. Like I said, you got a good national following, you got a good that web- website. Like I said, I commend you, you know, but yeah, you know, but it's hard for a guy of your age and stature to say, Hey, you know, I'm young in the Patriot community. Like, you know, it's hard me as a man. I don't know, but you know, you are, you're very well spoken. You're very knowledgeable. You've shown, you've taught me some things, yeah. Uh, you know? I mean, so, but Jim is correct yeah, with what just, he's saying and what, you know what I mean?
7: I, I, it's just, to me, there's certainly, I, I don't know. It seems some people just don't get some things slides over their head. Or something, you, you know, the founding fathers were like
2: that, right? The founding fathers were like that. Yeah. They were arguing, you know, I, many of them couldn't stand each other. I mean, so uh, I did a Paul Harvey, uh, 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 thing where Paul Harvey talked about the founding fathers and what they had to sacrifice and what they lost uh, a couple of shows ago, actually, uh, where, uh, you know, look, some of us, our personalities just aren't going to get along with each other, you know. So, code 323, stay three, two, three, the line early, please. Uh, We've got about 45 minutes left, uh, if we can here. I want to get some new callers in here. Uh, 323, go ahead.
10: Hello, people.
2: Hello, people. This is Joe.
11: Joe how are you, how are you doing, go? Joe?
10: Hey, hey Joe. Okay. Hey, Joe. Hey, Mike. Hey, everybody else. Uh, yeah, um, for 10 years, Joe's been with you guys throughout the, um, the supposed efforts to restore the republic. He's still thinking about running for um, congressman. I'd like to know what you guys are going to do to support him when he does run.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, uh, that's right. I do plan on running. And uh, what's the position of – Gene, uh, let me talk – remember, the republic actually advised me against interfering with the republic. And uh, But I always said that we have to infiltrate the de facto and and reinstate the republic and it is your form of government. And that's my position, and that's what I've always believed. Jim, you know that. What, 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 answer Joe's question, please, or, or somebody out there from the republic.
4: Go ahead. Go ahead, Roger.
6: Uh, Joe, you know, if you don't mind me asking, how young are you?
2: I'm a senior I'm, citizen young. No, no, not, no, the other Joe. Oh, I'm 49.
6: <laughs> okay. So you've been around the block a few times. You're old enough to to know what's right, what's wrong. Um you know, we could support you as far as running for a position in that de facto, but we would support you only in the in the idea that you stand for the republic values, and we would we would support you in that way. I, you know, er, ever since 2010, um, I've just lost interest in voting for local officials, because I know it makes no difference who you put in. If they say they're clean and squeaky today in a week, they won't be because everybody else is corrupt. And it's real easy for a squeaky, clean, clean guy to go in to that pot that and stay squeaky clean. Uh, I've just seen it too many times where it doesn't work that way. That would be my only thought. Uh, okay.
2: I got 307 here. I've got, I've got another 307 here once again, and i have got your hand up too. I appreciate that, Roger, but you okay. know me I'm dedicated to the Republic, and supporting the Dejou. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what more can I sacrifice uh, or, or do? Uh, you know but I mean in my, he knows my story, get an all audio uh, well, version book, we, I guess you could say. About that. <laughs>
6: we would not cut you off if that's what Joe's asking.: Okay. Me, no. Three oh seven, every
2: call three oh seven. I believe that might be the same number. There we got connected. That called in twice was three oh seven. Same number. My my connection got really ratty, so I hung up and called back. Oh okay 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 that's fine. I'll mute the other number then that you had on there if I can, and that's fine. Okay great. Okay, Joe, uh, uh, what do you think about Roger's response there? Because you're a no-nonsense type of guy, and you, 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 you and I went at it there when we first met on another <laughs> podcast show where, where I went on a platform of die-hard liberals, guys. I went on a platform uh, uh, of die-hard liberals, and they all said they would vote for me at the end of the show. That's right. They all hated me in the beginning. so that's right they all
9: did
10: say at the end that they were going to vote for you and i wasn't even finished grilling i wasn't even finished getting the information out and i wasn't finished doing what i wanted to do but you had already swayed them to your particular corner the answer that um, that um I, i don't know who gave the answer forget the name but the thing is is that it seems to me that If you have a person in your midst who's been with you for thick and thin, I'm talking about Joe here, and you're going to say that maybe, possibly, you know, he's not going to be somewhat suited to be within a de facto republic, I find that to be, from you guys, from your perspective, a very bad answer.
2: Okay. Okay. that's Bad.
10: I, I the reason why, hesitation there, and I oh, can understand—hold being... on, I can understand from from a certain perspective why that is. I personally, as I've talked to Joe, I let him know, I think that there's rather other better ways than running for Congress or even being elected to Congress, even if you're as honest as honest Abe. But the thing is, is that if you have somebody from within your own ranks who actually does achieve that particular position within what you call the de facto republic, everybody there should give 100% support for him and behind him before he gets in and after, in my opinion, as a no-nonsense yeah, guy.
11: Okay?
4: May I respond? Yes, Jim. Jim McCarpin. may I respond? Um... Part of our Declaration of Sovereign Intent and claimant interest uh, that's on file when we put the world on notice addresses that very issue and it says that we will not cross jurisdictional boundaries and so we won't step into their jurisdiction uh, we won't become a political party in their illegal game and that we will distance ourselves and draw a line there and represent a different jurisdiction in that jurisdiction only. And so what we do, welcome to the matrix. Um, I'm sure that uh, almost everybody on this call is eligible to vote and encourage them to do so, but that's voting in a different jurisdiction by a person that's engaged in corporate Uh, legalities and adhesion contracts that allows them the right to to vote in that jurisdiction. Um, But that doesn't allow the republic to come in as the republic into their jurisdiction and promote something um, that would be crossing jurisdictional boundaries.
2: A uh, Point of order, Jim. Point of order real quick. then, then, this is where I've become conflicted, and I've had this conversation with you of many, and I've never really got a straight answer here. And Sandy uh, – I don't want to divert from Sandy to being a guest here tonight also. I don't want to divert here from that. Um, but uh, we, the republic openly supported Donald Trump. He's a de facto president. Why would the republic support him? Why? Because he's a billionaire and I'm not. You know? I mean – why? I'm out there saying restore the Republic. I'm out there. I'm the little guy out there who's getting his head kicked in, getting kidnapped by the sheriffs down here, being handcuffed and uh, thrown in jail because I'm standing up for a de jure form of government. I'm the one that, you know, I, I put my life on the line. So Republic supports Donald Trump. Why not support me there? You know, so kind of little. Right right little there, Joe, you here. did
10: that? You did that? You that that's that stuff happened to you?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was kidnapped, were, thrown in jail. I was handcuffed to a grate in the floor, uh, with, uh, butt naked, oh, for 17 shit. days. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. That happened to me. So, but, okay, uh, and here's another thing.
10: You're going to say then, boys, that the man who's done this, the man who's been with you for 10 years, and you haven't listened to what he said, he said if, he had, if he's inside, if he gets elected, he's infiltrating the de facto republic, you people are just saying right now, you would wipe your hands of him. You would just say, okay, he's elected. He was one of us, but we're going to assume that he's going to become part of the de facto republic. Do you know what you guys are saying? Want to take a
2: stab at that? <clears throat> you don't need
6: to be putting words in our mouth, okay?
10: I'm not. You already put them there.
6: No, sir.
1: All right. But- That's not what we're
6: saying, and
1: you need to quit doing that. You do it every time you come on.
10: That's right. Every time I do come on because (laughs) I clarify things. That's
2: exactly right.
6: Yeah. Thank you for telling the truth.
2: You better believe it. All right. Uh, anybody else want to jump in here and uh, back up what yeah. Joe was saying or, or, or see what's going this on here? This is David Hurtler. Hey, this is David Hurtler. Uh, Mr.
6: Hurtler, oh, uh, go say, ahead, okay, Mr. Hurtler. Go ahead, Mr. Okay, the uh, Fafno Republic is an oxymoron. That that doesn't even – that doesn't chime. And, uh, you, you don't use those two words together. It's an oxymoron. One, yeah but why did Republic we support is, Donald Trump no, then wait, David? But
2: why did we wait, why wait, did we support Donald Trump though?
6: Okay, why so he was moving he's he's neutral, he's moving us into the Republic. But the Republic I what I would do. is based <laughs> what the are the you Republic thinking? is based on the Constitution. All fifty states do not have the Constitution, nor is it in Washington D C. It's rather like uniform code. Uniform commercial code. So it's another law form So when the republic gets in, okay, all the people that are in all three branches of government in all 50 states are going to be God-fearing people. God-fearing people that are going going to run their state according to the constitution of that state, according to the constitution in the nation. Listen, righteousness has to exalt this nation again. And right now it's not. And this is what we need. We need the constitutional government in all 50 states and in our nation's capital to take but, over But, David,
9: again. to do that,
2: my suggestion is that we have to elect people and infiltrate the de facto like the de facto did to us. The de facto usurped our republic. They infiltrated us after, through the Reconstruction uh, they Act they and lie. the Emergency Power they Act lie. 1933.
6: Right. The, the deception – you go back to 1871 – you go back to 1871. This is all a bunch of deception, all a bunch of lies. They had the people believing that we are still running our government according to the Constitution. That's an absolute lie. That's a deception. It's oxymoron. It has to be I, I, I think has David. To be like I think, that. David, what
2: Joe was trying to do, he was trying to get the republic out there saying, hey, look, will you commit to this guy? He's out there. He's a voice for me. He's out there trying to say, hey, guys, back the guy up. Because he's doing this yeah. for you, he's out there and putting his neck on the line. Will you back him up? I and, and, and he didn't well, get a straight answer. I think that's what his, his point but, is. That's, and, that's exactly that's what opinion. I'm saying.
6: But when you're, that's running, what you're running, you're running, you, when you're running, you're running according to the Constitution. A republic is running according to the state constitution. Okay, you're not running it okay? according to the corporate democracy. But you, you're not running. But to, you guys supported
10: platform. Donald Trump, from what I'm hearing. Donald Trump was a billionaire and, and, a, and a New Yorker. And if you guys know anything about New York politics, the people around the United States don't like New Yorkers. Yet he got elected. And from what I'm hearing now, you supported him. But here's a person who's been with you for 10 years, been with a meeting that supposedly was one of the um, beginning points, the inception of the republic. And he and he's he's thinking about running to infiltrate the republic. You guys are saying that if he gets there, who cares? He's no longer part of you, so that means you won't talk to him anymore. You won't add, you won't give him any advice. You won't add, make any suggestions to him.
4: I mean,
2: I, I, I if that, if that if that's the case, then those
4: are your up, we get... those are your words. Those are your words, not ours. So
10: then, how are you going to? You just said you're not going to support him. So how am I putting words in your mouth?
4: You said we wouldn't communicate. Then we would cut him off those are your words my friend
10: all right no, so you, you're not going to support them, then why would all you right. communicate with
4: them so the you're a wordsmith i, so? I appreciate <laughs> wordsmiths <laughs> so hey,
2: I hey, well hang on a okay. second hang on a second uh, you, I'm, you, I'm you
4: took you took what i had to say and totally disregarded it and carried no valid Input in your line of conversation And I said If you read The the Declaration of Sovereign Intent We Claim that we will not come with it In their jurisdiction As an act of war could be construed For instance So
11: So, so, so If we were to to,
4: If we were to say that we were going to send A spy in and infiltrate And support his doing so Would you consider that I know the way people view things today, it may be an act of war. Would that maybe open up a door to say, hey, you people have violated your international standing and our, and our agreement?
10: Well, Will, well I not about what no. your international agreement says. The thing is, anybody who's going into any particular congressional seat, whether it be a senator or a congressman or an assemblyman, councilman, etc., and with the intentions of uh, upholding the Constitution, Forget about re-inhabiting the republic. Just about upholding the Constitution, trying to protect the rights of people. You, constitution? as the republic, should be supporting the that. The
4: Constitution first. or the Constitution that we, that we see prior to the 13th Amendment. Which Constitution? Okay? Welcome to the matrix. I want to be clear. Your words, okay, that
10: Joe, the Constitution that Joe is supporting by being a part of your particular republic.
4: Uh, so he doesn't uh, Jim, recognize
2: Jim, any Jim, of the, other the voice amendments of, from Jim, the thirteenth Amendment Jim. on. Hey Jim, this is a lot of concern of a lot of people out there where they're getting confused between the de facto and the republic and, and that's what the problem and that's why and we're losing patriots because of that and they're branching off and doing their own thing. So this is a problem that has to be addressed and I'm glad Joe brought it up tonight. Because it's been a, a on been on my like mind to do other because, I took a lot of flack for because I said yeah. Donald Trump we support no Donald Trump. He's a de facto president. I took the, I took a shellacking on Facebook because of that. I lost over a thousand supporters, friends. Yeah, you need to watch what you say about Donald Trump. He's a supporter of the Republic. I remember that, you know. So I, so what Joe's making a valid point here, Jim.
4: You know, I think you want to be yeah, about I'd like Donald to make Trump. a suggestion. See, 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 see listen Joe listen Gibson went through
10: grilling with me. I'd like to invite anybody here from the Republic, since you guys, you know, you guys might actually believe in what you're saying. So actually sit down across the table from me in a virtual conversation, the same way I had with Joe Gibson and two other political candidates, and just ask you questions the way that I ask questions. Joe knows how I ask questions.
2: Anybody object? Jim, go ahead. Jim, you want to say something? Um, well, this is Representative R- you know, Mark Binder. Race, May I have the floor the the here? Race, Yep, that's my, my point of order, Mark Binder, go ahead.
7: All right, thank you. Um, and in response to the gentleman's uh, question here, um, there's a, and your question as well, and please let me finish before you interrupt me, um, President Trump, uh, he was not part of the republic in the, in the beginning, to so the best of my knowledge. I've never heard him on a call or anything. He's doing all this on his own. The military is backing him. What he is, is a transitional president. He's transitioning. He's not in the forefront, foreground right now. He's in the background because the military is doing their thing right now, and they're not telling you on the news what they're doing, and they're not doing. You know, if you can, if you, if you listen to Rattletrap 1776, that would be on uh, uh, Telegram. He puts forth the military laws and orders. And the executive orders and the emergency orders that President Trump did when he was in his first term, and the military is acting on that now. He's saying that over a million National Guard are in active duty right now, and the only one who can do that is a, is a, is a president. So right now he's the commander-in-chief of the military. Okay, so he was a, he's our spearhead of the republic. He was the one who was going to infiltrate the de facto, you understand. He was going to be the one that was going to be the transition president, and he was going to clean the swamp. Uh, one more thing I have, have to uh, explain is that b- between the de facto
6: jurisdiction
7: and the republic jurisdiction, those are parallel jurisdictions. They're parallel governments. Okay? You can't mix them. Parallel lines do not cross. They stay parallel. They stay, they stay separate. And to take something like the uh, Constitution our forefathers gave us, or anything before 1860 and bring it to a de facto court of law, it, it can't do it. It's like mixing electricity with water. And I hope that helps clarify a few things. If you're in a, in a republic jurisdiction and you, wanna, and you decide you want to run for a de facto position, you're leaving the republic jurisdiction to do that. And now, there's a lot of people that want to try to fix the government that they see, what they don't realize is the government that they aren't seeing is the one they really want. And uh, that's part of the grand illusion of the de facto corporation. And it's been going on since uh, 1860, 1871. And I yield. Thank you for hearing me.
3: Nice job. Can I ask a
7: quick
2: question, yeah, Go ahead, Sandy. Sandy wants Sandy. to speak. Please, Go ahead, Sandy.
0: So I've been going through my own process of leaving the corporation and establishing myself back as a living woman on the land. In order to to, to totally divorce myself from that corporation, I have sent letters to the voter registration and telling them to revoke my registration from their corporation. In summary, I would never run for an office in the corporation Because they will always corrupt you Even the best, most patriotic people Are going to be turned in some way And I really do consider it as if we are two different countries The corporate U.S. and the true government republic U.S. Sorry, republic for the United States, let me say it the right way And if we were to send a republic representative Into the corporation, I agree with Um, Governor Carpenter that we Would be committing espionage Or attempting to commit espionage Actually outright saying That we're going to do it So just me personally I will have absolutely nothing to do With the corporation if I have anything to say About it now because they Are pretending to be in control I have no choice but to interface With a couple of the things that they're doing But otherwise I am absolutely Minimizing my contact with their Corruption I yield, uh, 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 Doctor Peter Ventura. Exactly. You're out
2: there listening. We've had this conversation, you, you and I. I hope you're listening. I, I wish he'd press one, because we've had this conversation so many times. And he says, "Yeah, right. You're going to be a republic guy. You're, you're going to denounce yourself from the corporation. How are you going to live, Joe? What are you going to do? You're not going to bank with the Federal Reserve no more. How are you going to buy groceries? How are you going to put gas in your car? How you, you're not going to have a driver's license? You're going to get pulled over. You're going to be sitting in jail. So it's that you're living on the land as a woman, Sandy. I respect what you're saying." You're declaring your status as, as doing that, okay. Now what happens when the de facto pulls me over with the blue lights and they declare an emergency and they kidnap me, and now I'm saying, what good am I to the republic now? What good am I? What, 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 I what good am I to anybody? Um, go
0: ahead. They sure. would never have been able to pull you over unless you gave them jurisdiction. If they say something like, do you understand why you got pulled over? And if you say yes, that's it. You're done. But if you say no, I don't stand under anyone – You are not going to establish jurisdiction. I'm a living man. I'm a living woman on the land. They can't touch you.
2: I did that, Sandy, and I got dragged. I said, I am a citizen of the republic. I said that in open, in their de facto court, they had no jurisdiction to do what they were doing to me. And I got handcuffed, knocked in the head, dragged down the three sets of concrete stairs and thrown in a, a padded room. My clothes ripped off me and handcuffed and graded to the floor. So, I, what Joe, you're saying, uh, I have to disagree with.
9: Joe. Joe. Yes.
7: We discussed this a little bit too, and this is this is fine tuning. First, I want to say thank you to Sandy for everything she just said. I appreciate. It. Um, maybe I just made a little mistake earlier by mentioning some names of some gurus. Uh, my, that wasn't my intent, as I've already made clear. But, but Sandy, I sure, appreciate her pointing out that she's doing what she can do to separate herself, and there's many Americans doing that. And I think all those Americans need to know about the republic. That was my point earlier. And, Joe, by this is fine-tuning here, but you know, in our conversations, in our interview we did, right, you, you kind of acknowledge you know, it, it's a fine line on how what we say and how we say it, right? And and when you talk you're about you're telling me, in Mike, if I floor, drive around also, without a license
2: plate on my car, and no driver's license, that they're not going to pull me over and interact with me. To de facto, and that if, when they pull me you over and I say I don't understand that I don't agree with them, they're going to leave me alone. Yeah, okay.
7: Well, first of all, Go ahead. first of all, you yourself told me you found the statute that validates that. Aside from the other issue, but that cop's not going to want to hear that on
2: the side of the road, Mike. Well, the cop's on, not going to want to hear that. But,
7: but again, but but again, it, it's it, a big part of it. Is what we say and how we say it, and I just, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but by your own admission, part of the reason you got handcuffed because you can talk about how bad and horrible all that was, and it was. But by your own admission, I mean when you're when you were fighting with them, if you fight with law enforcement, you're in they trouble, put their hands right? on you. Me. Don't what don't do I do, Mike? I just let you my don't have, just have
0: stop to, to fight. You are
10: going to claim that you're going to be a sovereign <laughs> citizen, and that's not. I don't think that's what Joe was saying, but. As sovereign citizens, pretty close to the ideals that you people have. If somebody says, I do not recognize your authority, uh, this is not your jurisdiction, you think the cop's going to say, well, thank you, sir, for that information to leave you alone, yeah, no matter exactly. how nicely say you this, say,
7: I will say I will say it's certainly my understanding, as, as Sandy just alluded to, that there's actually a process you can go through where you are actually in the system as that, and your passport would reflect it. And, it, and the passport no, will give you is limited not. liability there is a limited not. immunity. There Again, is no immunity. No you
2: have no I, I am I, going I,
0: will, immunity. I will be
10: glad to question anybody to have them clarify anything that they have on either Joe's show or anybody else's show. I was offered a show. I can take that show, and anybody here can come on there, and you can clarify to the rest of the nation um, as best you can what the Republic is all about. And with my line of questioning, I can guarantee you I'll get down to the nitty-gritty in less than 15 minutes. It won't take you guys Sounds months, like and, a months great and months months. All right. Sounds okay, like a
2: great. Sandy, great Sandy, you want to I say would something? I encourage Sandy?
10: everybody to
2: do it. Sandy wanted to say something? Go ahead, Sandy. I was just
0: saying. And welcome, that-
2: Sergeant. Welcome, Sergeant, to the chat room. Sergeant, you missed it. We got the uh, military on here tonight listening. Uh, and uh, uh, Sandy's going to be on the Alan Keyes show. Uh, next Tuesday at 2 p.m., I know you're a friend of Alan Key, Sarge. I, I think you're listening now, Sarge. I want to say welcome to the platform. Uh, I know you're in the chat room. so But go ahead, Sandy.
0: I just wanted to correct a statement that was just made, that there is no passport status that would give you immunity, but there is a passport status that gives you immunity. You just have to know the proper paperwork, and I'm going through that process Indeed. right now. As soon as I get that passport... All I have to do if I'm ever detained or pulled over or anything like that is that I hand them the passport and I say, go check your system. They will come back, and they will say, have a nice day and walk off. If I've heard that. I've heard
2: that. I've been in with, I've been with the Republic for since 2009. I'm going to tell you right now, there is no such system out there. There is no magic saying. There is no magic card you're going to have. I remember when the Republic came out with ID cards. I remember that. And they were going to stay and, and with the United Nations. It was registered with the United Nations, all that. And that fell apart. You will be pulled over. You will be handcuffed. And you will be brought to jail. It's it happened yep. here in North Carolina. And if there's no, anybody who the knows anything properly. about
10: the law and history of Sarge, Sarge, bring your ass up on the show,
2: will you, please? I want to hear yeah, your voice. Uh, yeah, um, Sarge, yeah, your Sarge, Sarge on this. yeah. Go ahead, Sarge. You're before on the I platform. Get, go ahead. Before I get real pissed. We have a retired state trooper right here on the line. Uh, uh, Sarge, is there a passport system where you will not be pulled over and brought to jail if you don't have a driver's license, registration, or any type of – or card system that you know of being a state trooper, retired state trooper for the state of Illinois all the years that you worked, and also retired military who served in Vietnam? Go ahead, Sarge.
9: The only thing that I know of that I would recognize – again, I'm not claiming to know every little bit of citizenship law. I know most of it. The only thing that I'm aware of is a diplomatic passport, which, of course, is issued by the State Department after diplomatic credentials have been recognized by our sovereign state of the United States. And when you revoke your citizenship formally through the process allowed for in the immigration and naturalization statutes, when you go through the steps to formally renounce your United States citizenship, The United States will not allow you to do so until you have another nation-state that will accept you so you will not be stateless.
2: That's
11: right. That's
7: correct. That's not an accurate state. That's not accurate. No, you're becoming an American national, and your state is your nation. It's that simple.
2: That's not true, Mike. That's not true.
9: i will you what go look at the, the state law, state. sir. Go look at the law. You cannot even renounce your citizenship unless you have another state that's willing to accept you either as a resident or a citizen. They will not you, allow first you. First you to be you you're not renouncing. They will not allow you to you're do you're it. You're not
7: renouncing. You're not renouncing your citizenship. You can't renounce your citizenship if you were born here. That's ridiculous to begin with. What you're doing is you're so it, declaring the your formal
9: status. Do it, it's so about status. You're it's reordering.
7: About status. It's
0: about
7: declaring. You're declaring your status. You're repatriating.
2: I, 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 I have a retired 14. state trooper right here, Mike. I, 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 how many years? No, he started. 19 years, 20 years. I don't know. And he's telling you that if he pulled you over, 23 years, if he pulled you over, that you're going to jail if you don't have a driver's license or registration. And, and you say There's,
7: that I'm are not a part millions. of There are millions. There are millions. There are millions of law enforcement officers out there that have been on the job for thirty years and they know nothing about it.
9: Alright, I just wanna let you know that in order to renounce your United States citizenship, you must voluntarily and with the intent to relinquish your United even if you're a natural born citizen you can do this. You gotta appear before a United States counselor or diplomatic officer in, in, in a foreign country, normally the US Embassy or Consulate, sign an oath of renunciation and pay $2,350 fee to do so. And then you've got to have a nation state that will accept you. There is a process no, not to renounce about, the citizenship.
7: We're not talking about renunciation. No. We're not but not you got to be in the you gotta be a new on, majority.
2: Time out, time out. Time out, guys. Guys, time out. Go ahead. Somebody wants to say something. I think that's Sandy. I'm not sure. Go ahead.
0: It is Sandy. Thanks. So I explained a little bit about this in the video, if anyone's watched it. If you haven't, in summary... The 14th Amendment, the fraudulent 14th Amendment, came along and reordered our status as citizens. So we have always been, before that date, state citizens as our primary citizenship and, of course, also a citizen of the United States of America, always in that order. The 14th Amendment fraudulently and treasonably uh, reversed that and made us U.S. citizens, which made us now property of the United States Corporation, and then we became state citizens second. And so when you go through this process with the passport that I'm doing right now and all the other paperwork is you're putting it back the other way. I am a state citizen of my birth state of Illinois, not the corporate one, so free state of Illinois, and I am an American citizen after that. And so that's what the passport says. And there's something uh-huh. that they put in the system in the Department of State because we've got firsthand people with this exact passport. This is through Kelby Smith process that have zero problems. They have actually been like camping near El Paso near the border. Border Patrol comes along, starts jacking them up, thinking that they're doing something with drugs or whatever. The guy hands in his passport. He goes to the car. The, the trooper comes back and says, have a nice day. Sorry we bothered you, and that was the end of it. Uh, um, man, with, all, with
2: all due respect, with all due respect, I have I have heard that. I have heard that, Sandy, in this movement that I've been a part of. I've done my research. I've looked up Supreme – there are only 10 Supreme Court cases that address the 14th Amendment, and I have never met anyone that that has happened with that where they say, have a nice day. There's no YouTube videos. I've seen people dragged out of their cars, beaten, electrocuted. And, and that's what I'm telling you. It happened to me, and, and you, you, I, 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 well, I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying the is I've yet to have that but, status, and I can't find it. Who are you filing your paper you Do You
9: understand for? that as a police officer – there is no internal passport requirement in the United States anyway. So I'm not going to ask you for a passport unless you've got an Internet. Well, I'm going to ask you maybe you've got an international driver's license. Maybe that might be acceptable. But you know, there's no internal requirement for a passport in the United States for anyone anyway. Yeah, so
2: I'm handing something to a police to drive officer who's not going to know what the hell. I don't care sure if go you yeah, go got a
9: to
0: passport to or
10: not if you're in the United States. Who are you filing these papers with, Sandy, to get this passport? What particular division or agency?
0: department of state just like any other passport
10: department of state what particular department within the department of state
0: so i sent that i have to double check the address where it went to but i literally went to the post office i filled in all the spaces in a different way than you would normally fill them in and it's off being processed i should be getting it probably within the next three weeks
10: But who did you send it to? Did you send it just uh, to the uh, Department of State, or did you send it to a particular department within the Department of State?
0: I don't think so because I didn't have control of it once I gave it to the U.S. post office. They sent it to where they send all passports.
10: So you got a passport application from the post office. You filled it out a different way. You filled it out, you sent it in, and you don't remember what particular department that you sent it to.
0: Well, like I said, I don't have control of it once I give it to the uh, to the post office. They send them to all the same place as far as I understand. So,
10: but you don't remember the department. This is something which is very important for the republic in order for you to navigate within this particular matrix. And you don't remember the particular department.
0: Well, like I said. Well, Sandy, the did post you do office, a declaration? I don't have control. Uh,
10: right, okay. Sandy, uh, did you do a, de- right. San-
7: Sandy, you do a declaration of, of status?
0: There is uh there was an attached declaration of status to the passport application. So an a notarized affidavit was attached.
10: Right. Um, yeah. You just filled uh, out uh, a normal
0: uh, Joe, passport application a, I, I that you get you at, you, at the post
10: office. I've seen them there and I have one myself. But according to what Sarge yep. just said, it is not going to be a legitimate um uh process. Let me let yeah, me now now I for agree you with, with her about Sarge. what she
9: said about Sarge? the fourteenth Amendment. There's no doubt whatsoever that the 14th Amendment inverted the method by which you became a United States citizen, because as she correctly points out, prior to the 14th Amendment, you became a citizen by being a citizen of one of the one of the United States, and by virtue yeah. of that, you were then a citizen of the United States. You read the rationale for the 14th Amendment is that the Confederate states, mainly, would not allow newly freed slaves to be citizens of their states and therefore they were unable to be citizens of the United States. So the reason for the 14th Amendment was to allow newly freed slaves whom the Confederate States were not allowed to become United States citizens to become United States citizens. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying that was the rationale. So and she's sorry, right about sorry, that. Start, but what I'm trying to, what I'm just, trying to just, understand here is what I'm trying to understand is what, this, what is the significance of being accepted in the pre-14th Amendment citizenship uh, establishment order. Is it for purposes of international travel, or exactly why are you doing it? Because everything is
7: about status. I just want to give this for Joe and for Joe and for Sarge. A great resource is Americas-Assembly. Hyphen all all, Good, okay. everything Sandy was saying. America's Assembly.
2: Yeah, I go there, Mike. Okay, okay, we go to another website and I'm looking up documents and everything. Again, we're here on the show talking to people that are that that, that is that are telling us the process and that they've done it. But yet we, we, you know, again, we, we, we want to do it. Okay, I want to be a citizen of the republic. I want to travel freely without this de facto harassing me. Okay, I, I don't want to vote for him. I'm not going to run for public office. Okay, I'm with the republic. I don't want to be pulled over with my two kids in the car with blue lights behind me and handcuffed and tasered dragged out of my car and thrown in jail Well, because uh, that's what I've seen on YouTube. That's what I see all across the internet. That's what I see happening to everybody across the country. <laughs> And then where are you, Mike? Where's, Mike? Where's Mike? Where's the Republic when I'm standing in front of the judge have- and the next morning with a, with a swelled-up head and a concussion? Where's Mike? Where's the Republic at? Yeah, nobody's there. Nobody's there, are you? You know? And that's the problem I have. Go ahead. Yeah. But, but I'm still you hear, trying to Dr. understand what the advantage of this, this is. Roommate? I
9: mean, what is the purpose of doing it this way?
7: It's about jurisdiction. Well, and,
2: and, and, about order, jurisdiction. and
7: jurisdiction is relative to status. Again, I'm you, what you to are America, you explaining America? this to in the morning,
2: Mike, when you're arrested and handcuffed and dragged and put and thrown in a jail cell? You know, there's you a police the police officer not going to go trying through the process. Say,
9: are you trying to say that reversing this order of citizenship would somehow obviate you from federal or state law? Exactly what is it supposed to accomplish?
7: All the answers to that are on America's hyphen we're asking you All Mike. Answers to
2: quick. That. We're asking you, Mike, what's this going to accomplish
7: this? The short answer is yes, just as Sandy indicated. If you do the process, it's a process and you do it properly, where you establish your status and you're in your jurisdiction, your passport will reflect that. And you are treated as a you're actually treated as an as an alien to the de facto government, because Do you have they this passport, are. Mike? A
2: Do you have government. this passport, Mike? Is anyone on the call tonight that, I, that has this passport? Is anyone
10: here
7: are, that has that my passport? My son and I, my son and I are going through the process because we've researched Everyone's going through the it. process. And we found right a great now.
10: resource. Okay, we're going through. My passport my office. is Sandy, by the Michael, federal government. Michael and Sandy, Sandy, you've got a show coming up pretty soon. I'm, I'd like to be there. <laughs> and yeah, Michael, I'd like to be there too. Michael, why don't look, you, get and Sandy, you get people, Sandy? you get people, hold on, a minute, Sarge. Sarge, hold on a second, please. Michael and Sandy, why don't you get the people who have gotten this process completed successfully and bring them on to your show? I'd like to be there. I want to yeah, talk me it. To okay.
9: Me too. But look, I, again, yeah. but the, the question I another question I got here is that since a passport is for purposes of international travel, like I said, you don't need a passport to move about in the United States. I mean this obviously is a recognition overseas rather than in the United States so that's why I keep asking what is the purpose of this
7: No a well, passport pass- also pass- pass- stands as a legitimate form of ID a passport stands as a legitimate form of ID
10: period when the defendant told you you're your to so you don't need
9: a driver's to license, answer your question
10: it? more directly the purpose of this according to what they're implying is that once you have it you are now immune and indem- then indemnified against the laws of the de facto republic, and they supposedly, the uh, the gendarme of the uh, de facto republic, have <laughs> well, to, How can that have be, to, sister,
9: uh, if, if <laughs> an alien is not immune from that? I to know. Man.
10: And they have I to mean, an and alien citizen
9: from abroad is subject to the laws of the jurisdiction of the United I, States when they I, enter the United States with very few exceptions.
2: That's the problem we're running into, and that's the conflict we're having with many patriots across the country who are losing their lives, who are being shot or arrested or losing their families, losing their jobs, because this, this status thing that Mike's talking about, or I'm not trying to criticize anybody here, and I agree with you, what you're saying, you're right about your history, Sandy, in your video. I've, I've supported the republic. I've been out here preaching it for a long time. But, but, and, and, I, and the only common-sense conclusion I have come up with that I have seen – that I can come, that I can acknowledge, that will work right now in the current situation that we're in, is that we have to infiltrate the de facto and restore our de jure form of government through.
9: That's elections wrong, that
2: the, that the, 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 through the elections that the zombies know of today out there, the people out there who don't know their history, who don't know what you're talking about in the video, Sandy, because there are so many millions who don't know that are a part of the de facto that are going to appoint these people and continue appointing these people that are trying to hurt us. So when a guy like me stands <laughs> up and says I'm going to go in there and restore the republic and I'm going to go in and, and look, he say, okay, the best of you will be corrupted. Well, you know that's in God's hands. Then we got to put that. In, you know, how strong yeah. is our faith
6: then? I mean, I,
7: you're, it's jurisdiction. It's jurisdiction. You're putting yourself, um,
12: like James um, said, in their um,
2: jurisdiction. You're hey putting yourself uh, in their jurisdiction.
12: And, uh, we uh, have the floor, please, for a minute.
2: Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Gator. I'm
12: sorry. i the people radio that's airing all this tonight, and I'm hearing a lot, which is great. Many of you are, are potential great, great leaders for this country. I want to make a statement. Um, first off, how do we even have a country? We have open borders. You say the United States. It's not. It's the divided states, purposely done by a corrupt government. And quite honestly, any politician that was involved pushing the vaccines, the bioweapon viruses, is treasonous in my book. Before I close tonight, everybody, you know, Lieutenant Colonel, Mariaki, ma'am, are you there? Sandy, Uh, Uh, ma'am, first off, you're top gun in my book. Being uh, grown up in the military and everything else, family members, retired. And uh, I want to thank you for your service. Um, And I know you put your wings on the line. I got another word
1: for that, ma'am,
12: but I'm not going to say that here. Keep up the fight, and I promise you this. Here with the station, and we'll do everything we can to help support you, we were, you know, a year ago, we were shadow banned. We, the station's get knocked out because I was showing my support from my Republic. But I'm, I'm back in the fight. Now, I'm not as educated as anybody else out there. I'm more of a simple man. I bring people together with music and everything else, God, love. And um, we got a big fight. But
2: get, Gator, Gator, safe. with all due respect, we have point of order here, Gator. God in love is not going to stop those handcuffs from being placed on my wrist when the police officer pulls me over.
12: Listen, I, I, I live in New York, and I can guarantee you this. You're going to drive around with, you know, ISIS, you're going to get arrested. So, whatever it may be with all that stuff, that's great. Um, I mean, that would take forever. We've got a corrupt government here. That's Democratic and Republican. And we got some great leaders trying to come up in the midst. But, Think about all the lobbyists. Think about everything else going on in this
11: time, Governor.
12: The Pentagon, everything. Our justice system. Our Supreme Court justice system. Everything has been corrupted. It's what you guys are saying time, is that we, if you we, we, had a
10: 1,000 1, guys, that. members of your republic, and if all 1,000 of them got elected
12: with the republic, within, your,
10: within your de facto republic, that you would not trust any of the 1,000 to do right by the Constitution or by the, um, the agenda of the republic. That's what you guys are saying, bottom line.
12: First off, yeah. they're not standing by the, the republic form of the Constitution. I don't see hardly any of them um, because they're up against the cabal. They're the globalists. They're the ones so if
10: you got elected, you would you're not an honest you're an honest person. So
2: he if you got elected a job, to office, so all of a sudden you wouldn't be honest.
12: Anybody, um, I also
2: want to say hey guys, guys, guys! Time out. I got doctor I got doctor Peter Paul Ventura here. He's a pastor of uh, a couple churches here across the country. He has quite a following. I'm going to bring him on. I, I want to bring him on. All right, Doctor okay. Peter Paul Ventura, go ahead. Welcome to the podcast here tonight. Thank you. Gator Gator, stay on please. I don't want you to go nowhere, but uh you know, don't be get frustrated here. Because this is an important conversation. Go ahead, Doctor Peter Paul Ventura.
11: Yeah, might be a coincidence. But can you hear this?
9: Oops. Hear you loud and go clear, ahead. sir. Doctor Peter
11: Paul Ventura, go ahead. You're connected. Hey. Every time I get on these programs, I've either got drones or a helicopter around. It's just coincidental. <laughs> There's a small airfield near there. But anyway, I, I've been listening and I've listened for many, many programs and and, and I, I respect you all. And I'm a patriot. i watch a 20-year Navy vet. I'm a Navy vet. I pastor the First Baptist Church of Woodbury, Connecticut. I had the Bible Believers Baptist Church in Imperial Beach, California. And... Uh, I'm a Bible believer. I stand on the word of God. And, and so I listen with uh, curious ears to hear something new, something motivating. And, and Joe's right. You drive down the street. I don't care what you got in your hands. You show them a passport. They're not looking at your passport. They want to see your driver's license, your insurance card, and your registration. That's nice. You have a passport. Is this car registered? That's all they want to know. And you're going to jail. And by the way, Joe went to jail. And I had to drive down from Connecticut to North Carolina five times. We filed Ritz-A-Mandamas. We had a judge sit on the bench and say that he can – the legislators entrusted him to change the statutory laws. And he's in a district where there are law <laughs> to their – Lockingham County. And uh, I haven't seen anybody, anybody from the Republic or from anywhere else show up or stand by Joe. Or help them out in this matter, or draft any papers, or do anything for them. All I've heard is talk for for ten years. And I respect you guys. I believe you have a heart to do what's right. And I believe you can't do anything unless God's behind it. And I think God's behind what's moral, what's just, and what's right. I mean, you look at our nation. I mean, God-defined marriage. For this cause shall a man leave his mother and father, be joined to their wife, and they they twain, shall be one. And, and and yeah, Amen. And so. Here's our corrupt government comes along and says we're going to redefine what God said, and so we're in a godless society. There's no question about it. And there's a right way and a legal way to do it, and 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 hurrah for that. And in the meantime, you got guys like Joe who's standing up and he's on these programs and he's standing alone. He's in these courtrooms alone. I watched them hijack him from a two-year probation. He doesn't even. He's not even on probation, and they put him on it. And I stood in the courtroom. I couldn't say anything. I'm not a. I'm not counsel. I don't have an appearance. I am a paralegal. I do have a couple of doctorates. I, I have studied constitutional civil law and civil redress. And, and, and I did that because, you know, the Lord led me that way. But the truth of the matter is, well, what do you tell a guy like Joe? Well, you're going to court. You stand alone. We're, we're with you. We stand behind you. This is what you need to file. And, and and I'm the only guy that's filing anything I'm the only guy that's writing anything We took a mandamus all the way up Rule 65 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure Said that the magistrate has no right To hear a restraining order A preliminary injunction or restraining order Magistrate sat on it for three weeks And then made a ruling And so where's the outrage there? I'm just curious Well Because I'm sitting back here, and I'm saying, why would I get involved with people that don't even stand with each other? This guy's been in the movement since 2010, 29, and I'm saying, here he is. He's hung out here alone, and he is, and he's got a wife and two children, and he's swinging in the wind.
7: with, With all due respect, there's a whole lot that you guys don't know about status and jurisdiction.
2: That that's all well and fine, Mike. But what, what? Again, but we're in the trenches. Dr. Peter Ventura, me, a couple other patriots. Where is the republic? Where is everybody? Where are you? You know, where? Where? where what's going on here? Where is the outrage? You know, a, again. You know, uh, what do we do? What do you tell guys like me or the other patriots out there? Steve, Mike, you're going to come on the phone line and say, it's all about status and jurisdiction. Yeah. What? You go tell that to a guy, his three kids that are starving, his electricity is turned off, and, and, and he's out there fighting for the patriot community. That's why you don't have no patriots rising up anymore, because they're sick and tired of the bull crap, because you got the David Straits and the Annas and everybody collecting money from everybody, keeping their websites going, and guess what? These guys are all out there going to jail. And they're sitting in a concrete box, 15-year pr- prison sentences. And you're talking about it's all about jurisdiction. You don't have a driver's license. You don't have a registration card. I don't care what you declare your status. You're going to jail. You're going to be kidnapped, and you're going no. to sit in a concrete box. Because I've done it, and I've been there.
11: Okay? You're the not driving fact, around without a license plate. The simple oh, fact joke, of the matter joke is, is that it, joke, is, it, just, is, joke, all, it you, is all remember, about status. Listen, Joe did that with the seatbelt. Oh, by the, the seat way, uh, remember uh, Joe? Yep. Yeah. Joe? Remember Dr. Joe? Ventura, go ahead. Hang, on a bit. Bit. hang on. Oh. Point of order, everybody.
2: Point of order, hang on, hang on. Point of order, please. Dr. Ventura first. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I
11: interrupted. That was my fault. For Joe, go ahead. Dr. Joe, Ventura. Joe did that with the seatbelt thing. Here he was about four or five years ago. Man, he's not going to wear a seatbelt. Why do I have to wear a seatbelt? They can't force me to wear a seatbelt. Well, after 10 tickets and he's ready to go to prison, you bet he'll pay his fines. Because he's yeah. in their
7: jurisdiction because he's in their jurisdiction based on his status
10: I like to know how supporting somebody who goes to court is somehow a violation of jurisdiction in the minds of the republic.
7: It's a good question, and I totally understand it because I wrestled with it myself for months, and I clearly understand it now, but I'm not a guru, I'm not a teacher about it, but I did, again, I did give a great resource. Assembly type, uh, Americas-assembly.com is a great resource, and that's a big part of what has to happen. People need to start educating themselves. We've been dumbed down every way from, you know, which way, upside down and inside and out, not just in the traditional sense like you've heard me harp on so many times with the stupidity of music that's not even music and the perversion and immorality and the movies and the television shows, the cartoons, and just all the junk food and the poisonings. People have been dumbed down, but they've also been dumbed down, to things as simple as that reality of status and jurisdiction is, in fact, everything. I'm a I'm citizen of sensible. the
2: republic. Okay, I'm a citizen of the republic. I'm a, I have been. I signed the paperwork down in Chapel Hill ten oh, 12 years ago now, 13 years ago. I, I wish the hurtlers were still here. See, they, they, Everyone runs away I'm when sure there's a little bit dis- of disagreement. Hang sure on. Time out. Time out. I, signed, I did the thumbprint thing. I declared I'm a, I'm a grand juror. I'm a republic citizen. It don't matter. This corporation will kidnap you, grab you, and throw you in jail. Then where's everybody? Where's all? Where's my republic? Where's my one million dollars? Where's through, Mike?
7: You did not go through the process. What Signing the some day, piece Biden. of paper to show your allegiance to the republic is not going through the process that we're talking about with regards to status.
2: Oh, and what's the process, Mike? What's the status? What? How do I do this? You tell us. Go to a website. I, I gave We've you all resource,
1: been to these websites. the
7: websites. I gave you the re- the resource. I gave you is the same one that my thirty year old son went to, and he spent all his time there. And that's and then I followed up and 30-year-old him. And your thirty year old son because- was thrown in
2: jail for not driving without a dri- driving without a driver's license. How's that making uh, out for him right now? Convinced- How's that case going?
7: Precisely. There you go. Thank you, Bingo. Because he hasn't gone through the process. Had he gone through the <laughs> process? Had he already been through the process? That would
2: not have been the case.
11: Well, uh, well is
2: there anyone who's been through okay. the process? Is there anybody who's been through the process? We've got years and years of patriot community, the Patriot community on here on this platform right now. Years. Gene Hurtler, where are you? You wrote the re books, David Hurtler. You guys must have been through the process. Has anyone been through the process? Anyone? Well, uh, I have
9: a so Joe? I'd uh, like to, to correct one thing, kind of correct one thing I said earlier, because I don't want to give out any bad information because I remembered this, and I only came across it three or four times, maybe five or six times in my career. Uh, if you have a foreign license and, and, and what they call an international driving permit that is translated into English from your embassy, you got to have both. And if you show them to a police officer in most every state, I know in Illinois it was true. Then I mean, you can drive as long as you got a valid visa for the time you're presenting the license.
10: Can I interrupt, Thank you? Sarge, that's only a, that's that. only a tweak of what you said, Sarge.
9: Well, what yeah, but I you I know, people ahead. say you said something wrong. I want to make sure that's correct. Because it's been <laughs> a while <laughs> since I ran into it. Hey, Joe. All right,
11: second. Joe. Can yes. I, go ahead. Can I have the floor? Anybody? Any? Did anybody happen to hear what Biden said the other day about the Second Amendment on national television? Did I you know ever? He, he said, w- 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 who's going to stop us? How are they going to stop F-15s? Yeah. That's what he and said. Nupes. That's what he said. How are they going to yep. stop us from taking their sex from their guns? They said, well, what about the people that are d- going to stand up against the government? He said, how are they going to stop F-15s? Yep. That's going to be said, a model. He said it on more than
9: one occasion. He said it on about four, something like okay, that. Okay, time
2: out, time out. We got someone here who's from the military right now, Sandy. Sandy, you you must be talking to people throughout the military. Uh, I I do. I've got I've got best friends, Navy SEALs that I talk to. And look, uh, answer that question, please. Uh, that 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 Peter Dr. Peter Ventura just presented to the platform here.
0: So if we're talking about whether the military is awake to what's going on, I would say a great majority of them are awake. The problem is that 99% of them took the shots, and we're now thinking that there is some sort of a trigger that's going to occur that will probably take them down. We're not sure what that trigger is. It could wow. be 5G, if so Wow. It be 5G, if anything. That's hanging over us. So. But in general, if the, if the military is given an order to fire upon the civilians, they won't because they know what the UCMJ says and everything else, the Uniform of Military Justice and, and all the other laws. You know, the oath to the Constitution does not allow you to shoot on civilians even if you're given an order. Uh, I can speak very greatly about many of the cadets at the Air Force Academy, and then I'm in contact with some cadets at Coast Guard Academy, West Point, Naval Academy, et cetera. And they are fully awake. And they said, if they try to give me a booster, I am out of here, even though they took the first two shots. Because they said that they felt like they had no choice, that they were willing to take the risk because they wanted a career in the military, which is freaking awesome, but sad at the same time, that that's what their government was asking them to do, was to take a bioweapon shot. So to answer the question about the F-15s and the nukes, the way that you get around that is history, Mongol cords. We've got so many people that are essentially just storming, like Brazil, if you guys were watching that, or Argentina. Shoot, I forget now which one it was, where they uh, essentially they had their January 6th event uh, on a different date, I believe. But they essentially stormed every single federal building, and the so-called president ran for his life. So And it was the fraudulent one. So that is probably in our future, except because they don't have guns, but we do, it's going to be a way different story. And that's essentially what patriots are doing right now is buying enough ammo and et cetera for the day if it comes. We're hoping it doesn't because we're hoping to get through this in a different way. But uh, unfortunately, we are in a Truman Show right now for those that know the movie. And if you don't, go on whatever movie website you're on and go rent it and watch it, the Truman Show. We are in that right now. Yeah, we are just being yeah. led down a path. Uh, you know, the, the finding of the classified documents is a part of the path. Um, they're just now some of it is reacting, which is a first, we believe, because some things are happening right now that are not according to their plan, and they are starting to react. That is an excellent turn of events for us. But is it going to turn the tide completely in our favor? I doubt it. But are those F-15 pilots going to actually drop bombs on civilians that are storming the capital of whatever state you want to say or the actual capital? That's an iffy one. I don't know that they're going to do it because they all know the law. They were taught it when they went through basic training. So that's my take on it. I yield. Thank you, Sandy. uh, Sandy, uh, Can
9: I I, I add on to that, please?
2: All right, go ahead closing thoughts cuz we got to get They're going to cut us off here but yeah. um, no time structure so we got to go over time. So everyone's going to get a couple minutes here. Go ahead, Sarge, you first. Go ahead.
9: Thanks. Uh yeah, I'm I'm pretty familiar with the punitive articles of the UCMJ and the history of the use of armed forces of the United States and as we know before they passed the Posse Comitatus Act, uh units of the United States armed forces, particularly the cavalry and others, were used for to enforce civil laws in territory, certainly, although there were no martial law declared in any state ever, uh, as far as I know in the history of the United States, not federally anyway, state martial law, certainly. But I know of nothing in the punitive articles which strictly forbids anyone from shooting on civilians, provided they are enemies of the United States in accordance with the Constitution. Now, again, I would certainly hope that members of the armed forces would not want to shoot at their fellow citizens, but uh, given the history of the United States and the use of of members of the armed forces in civil law enforcement prior to the passage of the Posse Comitatus Act, and particularly during Reconstruction after the Civil War, I just don't think that is actually strictly illegal, Um, you know, other than the fact that, you know, um, since we have committed federal troops into riot situations particularly in the 60s, and they were armed and they had ammunition, and sometimes they did fire back when they were fired upon. I just don't know if that's true. What I think we should count on is the judgment of individual soldiers not to obey patently illegal orders, and I would certainly hope that members of the armed forces would do exactly that.
2: Well, thank you, Uh, uh, Uh,
9: Sergeant.
11: Dr. Peter, I'm going down the line.
2: Everybody's going to get two minutes. Everybody's going to get two minutes here. Just for Dr. Peter Ventura, go
11: ahead. You got two okay. minutes here. Wrap I, it up. I just want to say, you know, as God's my witness here, we're talking. But I got, I got a drones coming up over the, uh, over my place, and they're sitting up on top of the mountain. They just sit there, and they come up every time I get on the program or I make calls, and and I'd like to take a picture of it, but it just it's it's at a distance. It's just sitting here now. It came up. It's just sitting. But I want to say this. I think that uh, we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for people to get their hearts right with God. And I believe that's that's the beginning of the greatest movement, is for people to peaceably assemble and to ask the Lord to lead us and to guide us through this, to give us the wisdom and the understanding and the courage to do what is correct and morally correct. And and that's, that's what I believe. And I believe that if we first get our hearts right and then we – our communities falling behind with our hearts and our hearts have to be right with God. And if God's going to bless anything and if God's going to do anything, it's because the people's hearts are right. It happened to Josiah. I said this before, they were told they were going to Babylon and Josiah found the law of God and he brought the people back and he got their hearts right. And God blessed them. He gave them a reprieve. They still went to Babylon, but he gave them a reprieve. And I think that's our position. The greatest position for a patriot is on his knees before the Lord. And I just uh, thank you all for your conversation tonight. Very enlightening, an awful lot to think about. I appreciate it, and I'll certainly be praying for you all.
2: Amen. Thank you. Uh, Sandy, Sandy, you were the guest here tonight, so I want to give you the floor, and then Mike. Go ahead, Sandy.
0: I was just going to clarify a statement that was made earlier about the troops in the 60s and 70s. Those were the National Guard because that's all that could be called out by the governor in those scenarios. There were no actual active duty as far as I'm aware. Um, And that's because they would not be able to be called and they would not be able to act. In fact, the ones, the active duty troops, oh, now I take that back. It might only have been the Guard that was called to Washington, D.C., the 15,000 troops or whatever it was after January 6th. I believe those were also only National Guard, but I might be wrong. I have to confirm that uh, officially anyway. So um, I do have faith that our military brethren are going to stand firm and not follow orders like that. Um, The only way that I would see them doing it is if they're actually corrupt and are being promised things. But even then I think the people around them will take them out. So I have faith in that and I will pray for that. I, I yield.
2: Joe, Joe, I mean, I'm sorry, Mike, you're first, then Joe, and then I want to say something here at the end that's very, very important. Go ahead, uh, uh, Joe, you want to say something here?
7: Or Mike, Me or Mike. What was it? Go ahead, Mike. Okay, first of all, yeah.
2: I've um, uh, yeah, got three callers.
9: First of all, in. Joe,
7: um, I wanted to make sure that I have your phone number. I don't know if I do, and uh, you know, because that, that would be nice to get a – little zoom meeting going with people who have completed the process that will help to validate status and jurisdiction. Um, I, I know of several people. Um, I know some people personally who who in, have indicated they know people personally. So it's like a one generation away hearsay thing. Um, but I'll, I'll uh, try to put together such a show as soon as I can. Um, uh, would you give me your number over the phone or can I give you mine? over the phone. Joe.
10: Hello me. Joe.
9: Yeah, yeah, talking oh, yeah. to you, Joe.
10: Go
11: and ahead. Well, yeah, give, give me your number.
2: Okay, my give yeah. me your number. Yeah, 305
7: 910 6206. And if okay. you will after the show, Joe, just send me a, a message say, "Hey, it's Joe." Get you know your first name, last name, and I'll have your number and we can keep in touch. Um Other than that, um, uh, forgive me, uh, the name evaded me, Uh, Pastor, the pastor that just spoke two people ago. Dr. Peter
2: Ventura. um,
7: Yeah, right, Dr. Peter. Just wanted to say thank you to Dr. Peter. I I echo his sentiments. That's what it's ultimately about is people being moral and standing on the side of of God and morality and what's right. Um, So I really can't say much more than what he said other than, again, uh, status and standing very few people understand it i heard a wise man a year ago say that that is everything and it took me quite a while to grasp it myself because i was actually trying to just you know not only understand all that i was trying to understand other other people and in their movements and who's doing what and why are they opposed and why are they not all one and blah 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 it was just you know a, a good year for me but uh, you know to try to sort through it all but i'm certainly it's really all come back to the first thing I heard one very wise man say, everything is about status and standing, and there is a process that you must go through fully and completely in order for it to be effective. And again, I threw out Americas, with an S, Americas-Assembly, hyphen assembly, um, which is not any guru name that I would throw out. It's um, interesting because it's, it's actually very neutral and just a, a great, great resource. It's what my 30-year-old son used in he and I are currently going through the process using their forms. So with that, I yield again. Thank All you right, very Mike. much to Sandy All for right. her great work, and thanks, Joe, for your show.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an important show. Uh, uh, I think I still got the governor from Wyoming. Are you still on? Do you want to uh, maybe give your final thoughts here on the podcast here tonight? Are you still there, Area code 307? Maybe it's not. Still here, sir. All right, go ahead. you want to give your final thoughts here on tonight's podcast?
8: Yes. I would like to caution everyone to not be a shrinking violet. I want everyone to stop arguing. I want everyone to stand to. I want everyone to be aware of the fact that God Almighty is our creator and our leader. I want everyone to understand that being argumentative and up is not what God wants. Fear is not of the Lord. We stand to. We fight. And we fight to the death. Life is not that precious that we would give up our freedoms, you put together your teams, you put together the constructs
2: All right, I think I'm losing you there. He's going he's going in and out on me. So i got he's going fading in and out on me. That's okay. Uh, he's out there in Wyoming. Way way the heck out there. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Henning, before I give it to you, just turn over the floor to you and Mr. Binder to pray us out. Look, tonight we had a very important depth conversation. Obviously, and hard questions were asked. A lot of people ran away from the conversation here tonight, and I've watched those numbers run away. You know, where are those true patriots? You know, some people have been stand, standing with me for a long time. Others, uh, they run away. Really, who's really at the bottom line of all this? God. Because God is the only – Jesus Christ is really my Savior. And only God is really going to stand with me at the end. I see this country falling apart. Is there any hope to restore our republic? If If tonight's call was any example of that – then really we are doomed because, like the last caller just said, we argue, we're bicker, we're arguing about stealing nonsense, declaring our status. I can declare my status all day long, my jurisdiction, whatever, the process, go through the process. You can't go through a process that's controlled by evil money changers. The Federal Reserve Banking Cartel controls every single aspect of your daily lives, and the bartering system that, they, that we live by today. How can you escape the matrix of that?
9: How can you? Am I going to go, live on, on go live on a mountain a on a hill? Am I going to
2: go live on a, a tree? Am I going to go live on a tree? Somebody got some background. Somebody got there. some background. Whatever it, is. Whatever it is. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to mute every caller, and that's going to be the case there. From that bottom line there, because I'm going to get my closing in this. Bottom line is this: I've watched Patriots here walk away from this phone call here tonight that have been with me for a long time throughout this movement, and I'm a little bit of ashamed to say that i stood with them now because now they've run away because there was a little disagreement or, or there was uh, hard questions being asked here tonight. That's what I asked, the hard questions. And Joe, I want to thank you for calling in and asking those hard questions because you're darn right. If we're going to get to the bottom of the truth, stand for truth, yeah, and if we're going to sacrifice everything that we had and what we're about, then we have to ask those hard questions. If that offends you, if truth offends you, if asking those hard questions offends you, then this is not your podcast to come to. And you know what? I'll stand out here by myself like I have been and, and doing this podcast if I have to. I've done it many times. But I know there's good brothers out there and good sisters out there that are of God and that understand our republic and that are willing to sacrifice everything they have and own for our republic. Listen, that's what I believe in, and I'm willing to do that. How we go about it, we've got to come to an agreement on because we're going every which way. We're this way, this way, this way, way, that way, and we're paralyzed. Like Dr. Ventura tells me, we're stuck in analysis paralysis here. And we're all punching up at the sky, fighting at the wind, you know, punching ghosts. Who are we fighting? And meanwhile, they're hauling us all off to the prisons, and we're dying off, and we're getting sick, or this one's getting jabbed, taking the vaccination, two vaccinations. I'm not taking any more, but you already took the two. Whatever. The bottom line is this. Is that we've got to get our act together and stop this madness and really, really humble ourselves and communicate with those that are really, really believing in what we're doing right now. And that's restoring our republic lawfully, our de jure form of government. And that's what I believe. I wholeheartedly do. Mr. Uh, Henning, for, I'm going to hand it over to you. Or Mr. Vinder, pray thank us, out, please.
3: Uh, thank you, Joe, for uh, allowing us to come to your platform. And yeah, it's been uh, very interesting conversations this evening. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Mariaki, thank you, and God bless you. Um, thank you for stepping up into the republic. We know that your heart is pure for that. Um, America, you know, again, go to republicforunitedstatesamerica.org. Educate yourself. Um, I, I've heard some voices on this call that I encourage you also to go there and educate yourself a little more. Um, but I'm going to yield, and uh, Mark Binder, or Representative Binder from Iowa Free State, would you please pray so?
2: He might be muted. He might be muted, or we might have lost him. So, uh, Doctor Ventura, somebody want to pray us out, please?
11: Gotta have prayer here. I,
2: I got, got to find your
11: left Yeah, I'll I'll close in prayer. All right, pray us out, Father. please.
3: Thank, please, thank, dear Heavenly Father, dear Jesus, thank you for this time we come together in fellowship as Americans, and we stand under your grace, dear God. We need to continue our faith in you and bring us together unified in your love. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. God bless. Next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be here with the Republic, guys. It's your voice, your platform, and this is what it's all about.